Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time. There we are. Massimo's back in town. Yeah, man. Massimo. Back here. Welcome back from the mean streets of uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah, for clear water, bro. You're in Tampa, no? Yeah, well, is it yeah, near it's Tampa? like the Tampa, St. Petersburg. Re- like, I'm in Clearwater. Clearwater is right next to to Tampa. Like, it's from where I live to the actual like Tampa limits is like 25 minute drive. It's like saying living in Laval, okay, but you're Montreal. Montreal. You know what I mean? So, but it's Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg. It's like a twin city. They it sounds com- beautiful. They have to combine two cities to make it some sort of population that's worth talking about. Just you know so you mean? can want to live there. <laughs> Wait, but it sounds nice. Clearwater sounds beautiful. No, no, it is. Clearwater, you know, uh, I think after six weeks of being there, I realized why it's called Clearwater because the water is uh, really clear. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, sure. I went to the beach and, uh, you know, it's the Gulf of Mexico there, right? And I was like, I was in the water. I'm like, fuck, it's Waters here is so clear. I've never and then seen you felt like an idiot as soon as was, you said it. I it wasn't even no no. I didn't even realize that while I was in the water. I was then I went back on the the beach chair, and I'm drinking a beer. And I'm like, ah, yeah, this is why it's called clear water. And good. even when I said clear water, it still didn't click. Like it took me still another like that's how dumb I am. It took me still another four minutes for my brain to be like, dun, 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 I would have done dun, the same. I'm like, ah, Clearwater. Yeah, all kinds of Scientologists over there. It's Scientology capital, bro. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Um, But if somebody knocked you over the head and then dropped you off in Clearwater, and then when you woke up, somebody said, you're in London, England. You'd believe it. And you looked up, you saw the headquarters of Scientology in Clearwater. Uh, you would think that's Buckingham Palace. It's this giant, because I always thought the headquarters and all that was in LA, right? Yeah, me too. Uh, I've seen that place in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, in LA, there's the, I think it's called the Celebrity Center, which yeah. is also huge. I always thought that was the headquarters, but actually the headquarters is in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, they they own most of, you know, of, from what people tell me, I have no, it's not like I go on the computer and research or anything, but they own a lot of uh, downtown Clearwater, which is downtown Clearwater is very small. But anyway, but uh, their headquarters there, and this fucking place is a fucking giant palace. It's it stretches out the width of the building, stretches out to one city block, and then there's like you know those little like tunnels that connect like two buildings. Yeah. Right. So there's a tunnel. Ooh, that the, goes the ones over. on top, like this. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like it's like you know one story up. So it's a tunnel that goes over like a city street and then continues another fucking palace. It's two city blocks. I think like all together would be like a block and a half or maybe even the whole two blocks. But one full block uh, is the, the headquarters and then the little tunnel that connects. I chose the wrong career path. I should start a cult. You should start. A, you know, somebody was telling me again, 
people tell me I learned everything from the streets. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people tell me, and then I regurgitate it and lose about ninety percent of the facts. Yeah, that's but, funny. Also, <laughs> uh, but uh, Jack Kerouac, right? You know who Jack Kerouac is? Is um, I read uh, two pages from his book, bro. But uh, Jack Kerouac put the book down. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically one of the guys who started like the spoken word. You know, poet. Oh yeah, the, you know, he was like you know one of the godfathers of it or whatever. One of those slam Jack poets. Kerouac. Uh, new, uh, which is called the Hubbard. L. Ron the, Hubbard. Yeah, L. Ron yeah. Hubbard. And one night they were talking about, like, um, like as far as like a book or some sort of writings that really would like move people. And then Jack Kerouac, I think, just as a joke, said, "If you really want to, you know, like uh, get people to f you know follow something as a book, he goes, you got to create a religion." So apparently. As far as legend goes, Jack Kerouac just said as a joke, you really want to sell just books. Around. You really want to sell books. Basically, he said to him, if you really want to sell books, start a religion. And then L. Ron Hubbard basically took that and ran with it and then wrote the first you know, book, the Dianetics, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they were friends. Apparently from what this guy that told me one night when I was doing drugs. Do you know what I mean? But me it's fucking believable and people are so fucking stupid. Like we noticed this week how dumb people are. Like, if Poseidon finally realized how stupid most people are because we I had a thought, whole I thought you were saying Poseidon just realized how stupid he can be no 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 he's, stupid, but, he's pretty uh, stupid oh my buddy I break your balls about being dumb because oh, no, now he feels like a genius this week because we <laughs> yeah. had a whole stunt we had I don't know if you saw this but we had a whole stunt that we put together where he was fired Oh, and then he came and there was like Claudio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, yeah. But that spanned many shows. That spanned right. this podcast. It spanned the morning show. It spanned two drink minimum. I saw one where you did the the, the, the Paul Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so like, ah. he's always doing gimmicks and it's just, this seemed like something we could span multiple shows, like a Marvel right. movie. Yeah, no, it's good. I, there's I, the I like payoff. It. But people start to flip out. What the fuck? He's fired. Some people were sending me messages. Good for firing. He's an asshole. Let me take his job. Other people were messaging him. Fucking Mike Pantos are idiots. Like, it was just Yeah, I saw civil the comments. War. I'm like, people are, yeah, yeah. People are idiots. Yeah. No, they're super dumb. Some guy, you know what he tweeted? One, one, one commented on YouTube, and I was like, this is not a real thing. He said, hold on a second, guys. I just want to understand something. I, I understand that he got fired. That's normal. However, I also saw that Guido had died, but I see that tonight he's hosting the intellectuals. Can somebody answer me? Is he dead or not? Yeah, I saw that. I actually saw that comment. I was like, well, you just you? answered your own question. How's he yeah. hosting if he's. No, people are no, super dumb. I, Dude, I did a. I brought him back to life, bro. Yeah. I performed necromancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Paul Barry thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fact that you business, start the bro. scene with no shirt on, <laughs> and then it blurs, and then you have white makeup on your face, like. <laughs> and then the Guido pops out of nowhere. It's like, clearly, <laughs> this is like they're fucking doing it's something. Like, no, uh, uh, Poseidon. For all of you that don't know, Poseidon is actually a fucking necromancer, <laughs> and he can literally raise people yes, from the fucking dead. But I could. That was my first. That was, was my first, first necromancing. That was yeah, my yeah, first yeah. bringing back somebody from the dead. It was a success. Yeah, yeah. So no, how can people not, not get it? I have a. I did a sketch you know, on uh, TikTok. There's always some trending thing. That yeah. And there, right now, what's trending is all these videos. Like, tell me, like, you know, like, say, like, you would do a video and say, like, tell me you're Greek without saying you're Greek. And oh then yeah. Somebody yeah. does right. So some girl goes. Uh, uh, tell me you're Canadian without telling me you're Canadian. And then I do this thing where I put on this really shitty British accent. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm about to step out and go, oot in a boot. Do you need anything while I'm oot in a boot? Like I'm, and you're overdoing you know I mean? it. Yeah. Dude, there was at least, uh, you know, and then there's other comments. Sometimes you don't see them or whatever, but at least a half dozen comments, because uh, I had it on, on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram, people going like, uh, I don't think you know what... 
uh, Canadians actually sound like. <laughs> that's that's not what Canadians sound like. And every time, because I don't feel like engaging, I don't want to waste my energy. And I was so many times I wanted to write, yeah, I'm actually Canadian. I'm like, ah, fuck it. They're dumb. Like, I, they I'm just not going to bother with this fucking bullshit. But somebody wrote like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you don't know what uh, Canadians, so that's not what Canadians sound like. But, you know, I do enjoy the American accent. I'm like, oh, this guy thinks I'm like an American who has no idea what Canadians sound He's like. Just faking and I think it. that Canada is like part of England, you know, like, like, and not like the Commonwealth. I'm talking about like actually in England. Like, yeah, it's I in think the UK. I'm an American dude. And I think Canada is like a state in fucking England or Bro, whatever, a region crazy. in England. You know, no, dude, it's so fucking, that's why I always say, when people like as comedians you know we do jokes and then there's times where we make a joke and you know it's happened to, you know it's happened to me it's like you know 20 years of doing stand-up there's been so many jokes that people have gotten offended that are not even uh, like really offensive and people get offended yeah and i go no and I, and I always go like well clearly that person doesn't have a sense of humor and then there's people who you know uh these you know gatekeepers whatever the fuck you want to call them that you know, somebody gets offended by a joke. They tell a person why they're wrong about that joke. And it's like, no, but you don't understand. It's a joke. I'm actually making fun of the people who actually believe these things. I don't believe that. I'm making fun of those people. And they're like, and it's like, well, because some people just don't have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah, right. Because I I don't like your joke. And I find if it's because I don't have a sense of humor. But there is literally yeah. a, phenomena, a, phenom a phenomenon. <laughs> Bro, huh? that, oh, that was super Poseidon. I a like phenomenon, it. Phenomenon uh, of people who have no sense of humor. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. I always, always talk about. I don't know if I've talked about this on this show, but I always talk about. I remember once I was working at a event space, right? Okay. Where you put on weddings and whatever, right? Uh, this was in Toronto, and so there was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, it was a wedding that were that we were doing. So there was like you know the dinner service. You go with the the wine, right? So you grab a bottle of red and white, and you go to table table. You red, white, whatever. And so the manager turns to me and she says, because there was these two new, because sometimes when there was a bigger thing, they would hire from another place. Anyways, two new people. Okay. She goes, show them where the wine is and what they need to do, right? Okay. And this is a perfect example of me making a joke. Okay. It wasn't a great joke, but this is a perfect example of me making a joke. There's nothing offensive about this and somebody not getting the joke, but then just put something that's like a little bit more of a touchy topic. And that's what happens sometimes. You know what I mean? But so we go into the room where all the wine is like, okay, so just grab yourself a bottle of red and white and uh, you go and da -da -da. and then, then this guy goes, and which wines do we have? Is it just these wines or is there other wines? I go, no, bro, it's just these two, bro. We got the red and we got the white. I go, it's, uh, I think it was called uh, something Creek or whatever. I go, it's a very fancy wine and you can tell it's fancy, which is a joke I always do about bottles of wine with a screw top, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I always, if like, say a girl comes over for dinner and I make a bottle of wine, I go, I uh, spared no expense and I Yeah, and you start spinning cap. it, yeah. Yeah, pull off the cap. But anyway, I go, and it's a very fancy wine and you can tell it's a fancy wine because because it's got the screw top uh, caps and the guy's like um, yeah that's not fancy oh, like i'm like and i'm standing there there's like you know that split second before you have your response to tell him you're a fucking idiot there's a split second i'm like does this motherfucker think that I live in a world where I think, <laughs> no, 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 when they have the cork in it, it's, it's cheap wine. Yeah. But when they put a screw top, hey, they took some time into that fucking wine. Right? And I turned to him and I said, I go, oh, no, um, that's what's uh, known as uh, uh, sarcasm, what I just did there. Yeah, yeah. It's this new thing that the kids are doing. And he's like, who yeah. in the what now? Yeah, what? No, that's not, sarcasm's not new. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they're like, so stupid. Dude, so many times I put fucking, uh, I did, I, so many times I do like, 
videos on fucking Instagram, whatever. And I did one where I was purposely doing bad impressions of Family Guy. I'm like, I'm super good at doing Family Guy impressions. And then I put on like a shirt and I put to me like Peter Griffin. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing terrible impressions. And people are like, those are terrible. Don't quit your day job. And maybe they're making <laughs> a joke and I don't get they're making a joke. But every fucking time people are like, dude, I did one where some guy's talking about if you're ever getting choked in a car, you know, and you have electric seats. I saw that, and you, uh, but and that was funny. Said, and I said, nobody, nobody women got pissed off with me. First of all, if you're going to get choked, it's probably like an Uber driver or something or a taxi has to worry about people because hiding in the back seat, that's a hard thing to do and not be noticed. You know what I mean? When you come in the car? Yeah, before, like before, not noticing there's some in your back seat. But anyway. You deserve to get choked. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, if that's a problem, the people can, but anyway, yeah. so the guy's saying, if you're ever getting choked then you got electric seats, do this. And then I did like a stitch on TikTok where I cut it off. I go, you know, what kind of fucking life do you think I lead, bro? Yeah, yeah like I saw a, that. A recipe for fucking scalloped potatoes or something. And the whole purpose of that video was not to yell at that guy and tell him how dumb he is. Huh. It was really just to end a video with me saying scallop potatoes or something. You know what I mean? Just to sound like a fucking idiot. What happened? Well, you got so comments? Many, there were so many, uh, uh, not just women, even fucking dudes are like, well, you know, uh, you never know when you could need that. And then there was one girl, she's like, it's for women, you jackass. And I'm like, listen, if it's for anybody, it's for probably a fucking Uber driver or a taxi. But it's like, you know, like, like so who's getting, getting pissed, eh? Was that? He's getting angry. He's I disgusted. Angry. He doesn't have patience anymore for, for these people. No, I, it's dude. He used to. He used to have used more to patience. Yeah, I used to also answer their question. Now I just, I don't even bother yeah. like answering anything. Sometimes I just block fucking people. You know what shocks me now? Like in the comments, let's see if there's it, it, on one of these podcasts, like Tudor Man, if people take something seriously, like, no, guys, it's not really. It's like, you know what? I'm like, you're watching a comedy podcast. Yeah. And then the comedy goes over your head. Why would angry. you be watching this if you have no sense of humor? You don't get that we're fucking around. It doesn't make sense to me. Absolutely. Like, definitely there's times where, um, and it's usually terrible comedians, who will make a, a joke about a touchy subject, and then th they're like, oh, that's, gar you know, you're a piece of shit, that's offensive, <laughs> and this and that, and you're like, yo, it's comedy, I'm allowed to say whatever, you know, all this Oh, yeah, that's shit. not what but we're arguing. Like, this, no, that was a terrible joke, bro. Yeah. That, that was a terrible, like I just saw yesterday, on the news, and it was also that trend where like, tell us you're this, but I'll tell you. And somebody did, tell me, tell me you're Jewish, Jewish I'll tell you you're oven. Jewish. And then some kid opened up like an oven. Yeah, Phil sent it to me, yeah. Yeah, now, uh, people were offended, and I get it, because if I, I, I didn't see that, I just saw it when it was on the news report, but yeah, there's nothing really that funny about it. You're just opening up an oven. There's nothing. Yeah. I, I get the joke, but the, the reason why for me is because I like the edge is a surprise. You're know, like, wait, this is so overtly, I'm trying to be edgy that it loses the humor. Yeah, and there's nothing really funny because yeah. just, you're just opening up. There's no oven. sound. There's, there's no, no yeah. effort yeah. to it. You're not, you're not like, then it cuts to you and then you say something yeah. and then you say something about Auschwitz, but you write, you know, an actual joke yeah, or no, something. No, no, this was very, I'm, I'm, trying I'm trying to be offensive. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to be offensive. Trying to, you know, justify like, you know, Holocaust no, no. jokes or anything but like that. But you can have but, good Holocaust jokes yeah, but I've seen and you're like, oh, I see what you did there. But this wasn't, yeah. I see what you did. This was just like, eh? Like David eh. Pride, uh, I don't know if he still does his joke, but back in the day, he, he had this joke about- um, Denying the Holocaust. No, no. He did it that. But his joke was- uh, that he went to visit Auschwitz or some of that. And then at the end, he knows that there was a gift shop, yeah. you know? And he's like, who puts a fucking gift shop? You know, like, <laughs> That's funny. It's like, what is, like, you know, it's like, what do you get? Like, a, and then anyway, I'm not going to do the joke justice, but the joke ends, the punchline is him buying a, a postcard 
for his mother-in-law that and it says like wish you were here yeah, that's right? amazing so now you can look at that joke and say it's offense but there is something he's not making fun of the holocaust no he's making he's fun of his mother-in-law he's saying i would i wish my mother-in-law to be dead yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great joke to do with jewish people or whatever no, there's no. something tragic there and it's like this is tragic but if it happened to my mother-in-law it yeah. wouldn't be bad if you want to really dissect the joke yeah, or yeah. but there's nothing um you know like that you know is up for debate but that that's and, not debatable. The the pride thing is not debatable. The pride thing is a fucking awesome joke. I no, love no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying like that is a really good joke. And in that case, everyone ever done the joke. No one's ever come up to him or whatever. But, I'm but saying, the but other that thing, is a funny joke. But most of the time, when comedians go, it's like, oh, some people are just so sensitive. It's like, yeah, yeah. No, dude, you you're a shit comic. You're not funny. That's what it is. Most of the time, when people get trouble, and there's definitely people who are. Uh, you know, edgy and offensive comic. I don't think the guy people, was a comic. I think it's just some kid who. No, I know he's not a comic. I'm just using that as an example of there was, like, I can understand people saying this is fucking shit because the joke was shit. If the if the joke was better, I don't know if it would have the, made the news. The joke could have been saying. shit and still not garner this. You know what I've noticed? You know where comics come from and where people who try to be edgy come from. Right. So sometimes, let's say my jokes don't fall flat or you you bomb something like that, but they're coming from the place of. The goal is to be funny. Right. That's why even when they bomb, it's like, okay, it didn't work, but I get where you're going. Yeah. In this case, there was no intent. Oh, this, this is more like edgy. Yeah. yeah but good I'm jokes, like like when I look for funny yeah. and they're also, oh, they're considered edgy or whatever. The reason why people laugh is not because like, oh, he went edgy. It's because, okay, I get what you did. That was clever. That was funny. Yeah. Like it's, I, you're not trying to fuck with people. It comes out of the joke. Yeah, you're trying to laugh exactly. at people. And you're trying to do it. Like, that's the thing too, is like sometimes a comedian tries out a joke it doesn't work all the time and we know it's not gonna you know we know it didn't first of all we know when it doesn't fucking work and also before we tell the joke we also know like this might not be funny yeah and anytime <laughs> and out of all the times you know forget about even something being offensive or whatever yeah. but somebody just let's say i do uh, a joke that doesn't go over well right and then somebody comes like yeah you can't do those kind of jokes oh, and i'm off. like yeah well i did it last night and 30 other times and it worked well tonight whatever uh, maybe i was a little bit off with my delivery or whatever it is but the thing is like like if somebody's trying out something and it doesn't work like don't attack that person you know but uh, like this guy that did the oven thing i don't think anything should happen to him it was a bad joke no, listen, it didn't, he's, first of all he's like it was like some kid he yeah. was like a teenage kid he didn't really like he even apologized he didn't realize it listen most of the time listen, there's there is definitely jokes that are said with um some ill intent you know what i mean sometimes people make jokes to make fun of somebody you know yes what I mean? true. somebody somebody you know sees a fat dude like somebody that they dislike like there's people that i don't like and i've made fun of them yeah. and i've made fun of people that i do not like to purposely hurt their feelings yeah, yeah. like i i you know maybe everybody else is laughing but i know that person's not laughing yeah, yeah you know i get I mean? it yeah, yeah we've yeah. all been there of course where somebody you don't like somebody steps on your toes somebody tries to make you feel bad and you're like oh you're trying to make me feel bad how about i make you feel bad yeah. and i ridicule you embarrass you in front of all yeah, these people yeah, yeah. that's that is that but then but but you know with that aside most of the time when you're writing a joke you your intent is just for humor. Yeah. You know, your intent is for a beautiful thing to happen, you know, and sometimes you, uh, you know, you don't think about it because the thing is that comedians are also people with autism. We have our, we have a very, 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 very open mind when it comes to humor. So we kind of don't have filters. It, it's autism. Like we have to train ourselves 
to put those filters. Like those filters have to be installed into our brains. Yeah, it's autism. We grow, you know, we just we're just born people without filters. Yeah, yeah. And then as we grow up and mature, and as we become more and more mature and older comedians, we learn like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't uh, bring that up. Uh, you know, I sh probably shouldn't do a Holocaust joke at a synagogue right yeah. now. Yeah, dude, know? I had an hour like long 20, conversation like, with him. I don't him. like it. You know, it's it's been sixty years or whatever. You know, I, like you know, I discovered this a few months ago. I had an hour. We were thinking, and I go, holy fuck, the, I have autism. This is a form of autism. I was like, fuck, why did I say that? Like, I, it was hilarious, yeah. but it was not the right time and place. And then I didn't do it to hurt, but it was just not the right. But for me, it was like, oh, this is amazing. It's very funny. And then I realized, I go, everything I do, everything comedians do, it's autism. It's, oh, this will be, yeah. all I see is I find the funny, I link it with no regard of what else is surrounding you. Just yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a thing that I've suffered since I was a fucking kid. Same. You know, now that I'm like 44 years old, I've learned to sometimes take just, and even now it still happens, but <laughs> I've learned how to just take a pause and go, okay, wait a second. I want to say this right now, but this person uh, just lost their father of cancer. I've been so there. maybe right now, this moment, not the best time for a <laughs> cancer joke, you know? Uh, what are you laughing at? No, because no, you've done that. Yeah, you've no, probably he's done, done that. that all, yeah, yeah. Just, I've been there when people have done shit like that. Like you know, just long, you know, uh, yeah, my dad uh, just uh, lied. Well, you know, at least he doesn't have to pay his uh, mortgage anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 stuff like that. And, yeah, and yeah, you look at the person like, first of all, that's a fucking shit joke. Secondly, why would you tell that? The person just lost their dad. Yeah. They don't yeah. need to fucking hear that. Or I remember even one, like not to go to that extreme. I, remember I was working uh, at this cafe. This was like fucking fifteen years ago. I was working in a cafe, and some guy, some French guy right from france um lost his passport right so he started backtracking all the places he was you know for you know so he went to the cafe he goes did you find a passport you know it's a french passport da, da, da. and then the girl that i was working with was like oh my god she's oh that sucks and man especially like people if they find that they're gonna spell sell it especially like a, a french passport those are like they go like for a lot of money those because those are like look they, they like people want those guys and i turned to her and i said i go Maybe you shouldn't talk about all the things that people want to do with this guy's passport. Yeah. He just lost his fucking passport. He doesn't need to hear how it's a hot commodity yeah. on the black yeah, market. Just, like just say he does that no. stuff. Yeah, it's like just say no. We don't fucking have your passport and let the guy continue his fucking Colombo journey yeah. to fucking track down his fucking You said passport. you're French, right? Have you tried the gay bar down the street, buddy? And yeah, he's yeah, like yelling yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, and then the guy gets pissed off. Yeah. He's like, oh, this guy doesn't have a fucking sense of humor, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, no, it's not about sense of humor. The guy just lost his fucking passport and he wants to get back to his stupid fucking country. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it is a dumb country. Yeah, yeah, no, it's dumb. That's, <laughs> that's anybody who gets offended by that. Then it's like, yeah. they haven't been to France. Yeah. <laughs> They're good people uh, there. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of listeners, a lot of listeners Guns. of my French podcast in France, like a shitload. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> hey, hello. Um, Here, here's the thing: the south of France, very cool, chill, mellow. Right. They're like Greeksters because you know they got beaches. It's beautiful, right? right. But because they got beaches, that's that's it. Yeah. No, no, beaches and beaches. but then the ones in the north, they're too close to England, and England, a country of guns. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there. Any country that still has a monarchy to me is weird. Yeah, I remember my uh, my ex girlfriend. Uh, she moved to England, and she's still like, um, she was. You know, I wouldn't say she was. Uh, you know, a terrible person or anything, but you know, she had her days. Anyway, but um, I remember her saying. Yeah, you know, like since I moved to England, I've really calmed down. People told me like I've really calmed down. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then I remember talking to her and I'm like, you're still the exact same person. And then it clicked to me I'm like, ah, oh, 
you think you've calmed down because you went to the land of cunts. You know what I mean? Because oh. even English people themselves will say, yeah, we're fucking cunts. They know it. And, yeah. and when I say that English people are cunts, I don't mean, I know that sounds like an insult, but I'm not trying to be insulting. It makes sense. Like there's always fucking rainy and fucking dark. The grumpy. You would be grumpy and fucking cunty as well yeah. if you lived in the fucking UK. Here in the winter. Yeah. Everyone fuses this fucking yeah, short. Yeah. You're, fucking, you're just a fucking dick. Everybody, yeah, exactly. Everybody says Montrealers are real fucking, they're really rude and shit. Because like, they yeah, all met me. That's why yeah, every exactly. tourist no. falls on me. We're just covered in fucking snow. But, uh, but I cut him off like, and he started oh, yelling. I'm like, you're, you, you're living in a place. Like if you're, um, like if you're a murderer, right? And you only killed one person and then you're in a room with 10 other murderers and each of those Serial murderers killers. have killed 15 or more people each. You seem nice. Yeah, you're yeah, I'm not so bad. I only uh, you know, lost my temper one time and murdered uh one person. This guy killed this whole fucking family. <laughs> Your honor, I'm a fucking model citizen. Yeah, what are you talking Why, about? Why'd you put me in here with Why the sinister six? with all the other murderers, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? These guys, guys are savages. Fuck, yeah, yeah. This guy is fucking killing everybody. Um, you know, it was a point I wanted to make, but wait, this all started from us getting upset at people that can't get jokes. Oh yeah, freaking that's out. It, yeah, people are cunts. I think. So, yeah, yeah. No, people, but all the time, like it's it just boggles my mind how dumb people. And like, yeah. listen, I'm not an intelligent person. I, I mean? think all of us we're we're pretty we're dumb. We're, yeah, we're pretty. We have to be pretty like dumb. Average IQs. You know what I mean? Maybe even slightly below average. Maybe slightly below. But but the level of like dumbness that comes out. And it's always, for some reason, it's like people, like this is where it is, people who have no sense of humor are people who take everything literally yeah. and don't understand sarcasm. Oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the two things I've noticed about people, no sense of humor, is they just don't get, I remember I used to, you know, you know I used to be a DJ at a strip club, yeah, yeah. and there was a stripper there, and I was, one time I was saying something, I was being sarcastic, but at least her, she knows. And as soon as you tell her, oh, I was just being sarcastic, she's like, oh, okay, cool. And she doesn't, she was, oh, you're being sarcastic. Uh, I, I, I don't get sarcasm, right? But she understands that she can't get sarcasm. And as soon as you say, I was being sarcastic, she like, like releases you from whatever anger she had. I remember, I forget what it was, but I said something to her and she's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, and then she was getting angry. I was like, oh, no, no, I was just being sarcastic. I didn't mean that literally. She's like, oh, sorry, I don't get sarcasm. And then she was totally cool with me. Right, but there's a lot of people that you don't get sarcasm. Yeah, and then you even say, "No, no, I was being sarcastic. I didn't really mean." Have it you like met that. comics that don't get sarcasm? I was talking about a stripper right now. No, no, but have but, you met uh, comics? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I from time to time I do. It's very rare. Yeah, but from time to time I do. My ex girlfriend, who was a comedian, a com doesn't get sarcasm. No, not that she doesn't get sarcasm. Sometimes she just wouldn't get me making a joke. She thinks I'm being serious. You know, like yeah. I remember this guy who was Jewish and he was saying something to me, right? And this guy, like, we're totally cool. You know what I mean? He makes fun of me for being Italian, yeah. make fun of him for being Jewish. Just, you know, like comedians. Like when people will say, like, when Almost people talk about comedians saying, like, oh, that comedian says terrible things. I'm like, you want to hear terrible things? Uh, <laughs> sit in a room with four comedians. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what... Those comedians, you can have four comedians from four different backgrounds, different sexual orientations, and all that's going to happen for whatever time <laughs> they're together is the, the most racist, yeah. fucking homophobic, all, but not even like making fun of these groups, making fun of that comedian, let's say a comedian's yeah, Arabic, exactly. uh, fucking Arabic joke after Arabic joke after Arabic joke, like bad ones, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. poor taste jokes. Where they will not say them on stage. stage yeah. We don't make those jokes. We only make those jokes to other comedians. Because we know. Because we know, like they know 
were making a joke, right? Yeah. But my girlfriend and I, was, she wouldn't get that. And I remember this guy was talking. Like I said, he would make fun of me for being Italian. He would say fucking terrible fucking jokes. Terrible things. Like, not even funny <laughs> things. Terrible like, things. terrible things about Italians. About you know Mussolini, I mean? like, mostly. Yeah, yeah, Mussolini, whatever. You know, like, just terrible things that are not funny. But I know he's joking and I laugh because yeah. I know it's a joke. And that's the point that it's so terrible. But they're terrible, mean things. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like a part of my soul that goes, oh, that's... <laughs> That's hurtful, man. That's hurtful that's as an amazing. Italian person. You're hurting my feelings, but I'm like a comedian. I'm like, ha, 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 no, that's funny, man. Like, I just go along with it because I know that he doesn't, there's nothing really truly malicious about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this guy was saying something, and I go, ah, that's because you're a Jew, right? And then she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He is not anti-Semitic. I go, he knows I'm not anti-Semitic. <laughs> I make all, he makes fun of me for being fucking a WAP. And yeah. so that, he goes, yeah, it's cool. I get it. I get it. You know? I go, of course he gets it. He's a fucking Jew. <laughs> and she's like, and then she goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He goes, no, no, hey. And he's trying to he's trying to shake her up. I go, no, I, I listen, I know the guy doesn't hate me. It's cool, you know? But they don't get it. That's why when we person like, you know, some comedians are bad. I'm like, yeah, they are. But usually behind closed doors with other comedians. I remember even once I said, I was at, uh, this was when I was in Toronto at the comedy bar. And I was there with two comics. And there was this uh, news, uh, there was, you know, the, the local news was on, right? Anyway, they did like a story about this like 13 or 14 year old girl who had like a black belt in karate or whatever the fuck it was, taekwondo. So they're showing clips of this like 13 year old girl uh, doing crazy flips and karate. And I go, oh yeah. I go, she's definitely gonna beat the shit out of her boyfriend when she gets older. And some community turned to me and was like, she was like, uh, Master, you can't say that. That's terrible. I go, no, but I'm talking about a woman beating up a man. I go, it's okay. She said, no, that's domestic violence. That's bad. I go, I go, listen, I don't make jokes about a man beating up a woman. I'm making a joke about a woman beating up a man. It's funny when it's a woman beating up a man. You can't do that. Funny. And I'm like, I go, listen, I'm around other comedians. This is my, like, I, my I'm a person, space. as much as, as, as comedians, we make fun of safe spaces. I'm also a person who believes in safe spaces. And my safe space is when I'm around other comedians. Yeah. And there's no microphones on. There's no audience. It's just me and four other fucking comedians. And I say whatever the fuck I want to say. Usually starts with N. What? It usually starts with an N. And yeah, then yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's no, just like, God damn it, yeah, <laughs> But you say whatever it is you want to say. And everybody in the fucking room knows you're joking. Yeah. No, nobody in the room actually thinks you actually believe these things. Yeah. You're just finding humor. And because you're with comedians and because it's a safe space for you as a comic, you do all the jokes that you can't do on stage. Mm. Because if you did it on stage, you'd be labeled as a racist and a your psychopath? career would be yeah. over. It's not even like, no, he's just being edgy. You'd be like, no, no, those are clearly <laughs> racist things. Like even things that comedians say to me in a closed room, and yeah. then they decide, no, that was funny last night, and then they go up, like if they come off stage, they're like, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you, bro? You can't say those things on stage. Yeah. You can say those things with us, bro, but you can never say them on stage. That's, yeah, that's well, why? insane. Go, that's because that's it's clearly racist. Yeah. <laughs> You're clearly being racist right now. That's not something you should be saying. That You said it with us because we knew you were joking and we know you're not racist. You just but sang people, the N-word for four minutes. There was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was actually a comic and there was nothing funny about it and like it was like, well, I wouldn't say he's a comic. He was a guy who did one set at the Comedy Works like okay, 50 yeah, years yeah. ago. Open but he went up on stage and was saying the N-word over and over again. He was saying like, you know how it is you know, with these N-words you know, and these N-words and it wasn't him like trying to like what? Yeah, black guy. No, no, he was a white dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a what? white. 
He was a white dude, no. and it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't saying it like this is like a guy who was like saying it in the cool way. Like he was saying it in the very hardest bad. R like, he could find. He was saying it with the intent of the word where it was originally it was hurting. Yeah, like yeah. from the from the bad place it came. And he was like, you know, sometimes you know you see these uh, you know N words walking down the street, and, and he just kept on. And everybody, like he got off this like, yeah, dude, you can't. Uh, he goes, why? What's the big deal, right? Just a word, you know what I mean? Talking about just a word. I, no I, one's I, laughing. But I, but I mean the origin. No, but some people don't get it. <laughs> of I remember, the word. Listen, I remember I, the strip club I used to work at. Talking yeah. about, um, there used to be a stripper there. She was a white girl, and she used to use the N word all the time. Did she talk black? No, no, no. no. She was she. Oh, derogatory! Not, like she would refer to black guys. Yeah, yeah she did not. Okay, like, okay. I she thought did not like black people. Okay, I thought it was like during conversations. Yeah, what happened? Like she wasn't. She said she wasn't racist or whatever, but she Sounds would like use the <laughs> she would use the N word all the time. One time, she got into an argument with one of the bouncers, right, one of the doorman, black dude, and she called him the N word. What did he do? And then he lost it. <laughs> no you know, shit. And he, he just he, he all he did he didn't like cry. He just he basically just I think he like maybe pushed her. He stripper pushed. Yeah, he just gave her a little nudge like hey shut the fuck up whatever. Yeah. But anyway, but he called and then um, one time she was she was on the phone and she was getting pissed off and then some girl said what's wrong? It's like ah oh, it's my boyfriend. He's being such an n word. She's like she goes why would you say that? It's, she goes it's okay. He's white. You know, <laughs> what and, the fuck? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and the girl sh and the the other stripper she's talking to who says, you know, why would you say that? This is a black chick talking to her. So why would you say that? No, it's okay. He's white. She goes, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A black girl told her, why would you say that? She goes, don't worry, blackie. He's white. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. She's saying, yeah, don't worry about insane. it. She's white. And then they, and then they start losing. She gets a bigger argument with that girl. Then you know. Then like the the manager at the center. <laughs> yeah, no week. shit. All she gets is like a week off from the club, but. um I remember this one time. That's like absurd. And she used to talk to me. She goes like, I don't understand what the big deal is. It's just a word. I go, listen, um, it's not just a word. Do you know what I mean? Like I go, yes, technically it is a word. I go, but it's more than a word, right? She well, words have meanings. That's She's why. Like, not even racist. I'm like, I don't know about that. You know? Yeah. But we're having this long <laughs> conversation, but. One day she comes, she's she's like, I understand it, right? She, oh, you know what happened? And she tells me this fucking story. She goes into the the the, the whatever the locker room, whatever the the, the dresser room, right? Yeah, I call it, I call the, it the locker, locker room, room you yeah. know, because they're like fucking athletes. Yeah, me too. That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so she's in there, so she's coming in to start her shift, and she walks into the dresser room, and you know they all have lockers and shit, right? So on her locker, somebody took like um, a fucking pillowcase or some sort of white hood. Oh no. Right? So they took, I think it was a pillowcase. So they took a pillowcase and holes? they cut out some holes and they slapped it on her fucking locker, right? She goes, you know what they fucking did? They put that, and in my head I'm like, wow, you kind of deserve they that. They put a sexy also, mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is, <laughs> this is what makes it funny. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know it's a terrible thing that I'm talking about, but there is a funny part to the story. But she was like, but you know, you know me, I don't give a fuck. This girl, like, she was. Uh, I like, put it on and was, I danced. <laughs> she was like, like her voice was almost like Fran Drescher, but she was like a perfect ten. Oh, but she's fuck. like, but no, she was a smoke show. Like, su like she looked like a fucking supermodel. Isn't it weird when they look like that and then and then rocks just, come like, out of their mouth? Just the garbage that yeah. would come out of her mouth. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway. Uh, she's like, yeah, so they, I go in there, right? And they put a fucking hood on my locker, you know, like the fucking kid, because they, they think I'm a fucking KKK member or something. And I'm, at, I'm like, oh, you kind of are. You know what I mean? A little bit though, we can. But she goes, you know me, I don't give a shit. So I fucking took it and I put it on my head and I was like, boo, I'm a ghost. Be 
I'm a ghost. I was like, ah, fuck. That's a South Park fucking Yeah, dude, and I'm like, you know what? You're a terrible human being, but I have to admit, that is funny. Yeah, it's a South Park type of thing. But she's a terrible, like I used to tell her, I go, no, you are racist. I go, the fact that you use that word, you've never used it in the way like you're saying it like uh, my friend. You're always using it as the terrible fucking meaning to it. So that makes you racist. Sometimes people, that's the other thing too, is like when people, like there's people that have no sense of humor. Yeah. And then there's people no self-awareness. No self-awareness. They do terrible racist jokes and they don't realize that they're racist and hurtful because they are actually in fact a racist. Yeah, but she didn't, you can from what you've told me, difference. she didn't make a joke. She just kept angrily referring to people. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, yeah. but then there's people who say terrible things on stage. Yeah. And you're like, that's why whenever I say to somebody, I'm like, listen, as a comedian, I know sometimes there's a fine line between something that's actually wrong and what's a joke. It's a very yeah. fine fucking oh, line. Oh, dude, it is. But thin. for me, maybe it's because I'm a comedian, I can always see the difference. Yeah. Because there's been times where people go up on stage, they say something, and I'm like, yeah, but there's no joke there, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're just saying something terrible. You're basically saying terrible things without punchlines. Yeah. Where that guy is saying a bunch of terrible things, but he has actual real punchlines. You went up there and you said terrible things, no punchlines. Because the to- goal is the reaction, not the fucking laugh. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because they need to be edgy. But they yeah. don't realize that these edgy guys, they're not trying to be edgy. That's just their brain, the way it works. And that's how humor comes out of yeah, their brain. exactly. Where they touch these subjects. And every comic that touches touchy and edgy subjects, they're kind of dissecting the situation. They're not taking the side of anything or whatever. Sometimes they are, but for the most part, what comedians do is just take things and we dissect it. You yeah, know? And I look but for the funny. Those comics who, like, you know, they're usually, like I always say, open mics. Not funny. Yeah. yeah, open micers. You know, and they're trying to be edgy. And it's like, dude, why are you trying to be edgy, man? Like, you grew up you know, in a nice family. Why don't you talk about your shitty fucking family? I'm sure there's some humor yeah, there. Yeah, there's humor in that. Yeah, yeah. just talk about you. you. Know? Like I do. Yeah, yeah, like I was always, whatever music, uh, you know, that I was attracted was always music that had something with, you know, not that like, you know, with a lot of people that was a thing, but like, especially like rock and punk because of the rebellion. Yeah. Because, you know, I was, you know, always starting shit in school, like making trouble teachers getting in trouble you know it's like that was something as a kid i connected to right away whenever i saw like movies or whatever about the troublemaker like, yeah just like defying authority like fuck authority and i think it was i was such a fucking trouble like my whole goal every year probably it started like in grade three but from grade three until the last days of school which you know i didn't go to university or anything so it was a short-lived thing and i got kicked <laughs> out of high school but my goal every fucking year I started with you teach or whatever was how, what will it take to have this teacher tell me, take your desk and put it in the fucking hallway. Really? You went that far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every, and especially elementary school, cause you're always in the same class, but starting in grade three, every fucking year of elementary, I spent half of the year outside in the hallway. And teachers thought they were punishing me, but they didn't understand I wanted to be in the hallway because I had my own fucking office. Yeah. Was That's amazing. And they're like, Massimo, take your desk and put it outside. I'm like, oh, come on. But I was smart. Yeah. yeah. I was dumb. I was smart. Like, okay, man, I'm sorry. Man. No, no, no. You take your desk. I'm like, okay, I won't. No, you take your desk and you so put it So they think outside. you don't want it out there. Yeah. So they're, yeah. And then yeah. I used to be like, ah, oh, beautiful. Then oh, I mean, fuck. You sneaky I, got my, I, have to, I don't have to ask to go to the fucking bathroom. You know what I mean? I just get up. I go to the fucking bathroom when I want. I chill out here. You know what I mean? I don't have to actually 
listen to somebody try to teach me things <laughs> just With, do my own fucking thing you know i mean? would always get in trouble but i would never pl like plan ahead like i to get in trouble just i would get caught doing stupid things yeah. i was dumb yeah. so i wouldn't get away with most of it no for me it was really getting into the psyche of a teacher oh that's like, amazing yeah yeah like teachers would always and sometimes i would i would like the teachers who would see like if uh, somebody was a troublemaker usually it was me but i used to love when the teacher would make the speech of like for those of you who think because some of them like they think some teachers thought they were in fucking jail yeah and they had to let all the fucking new inmates no they know saw dangerous minds she thought she was michelle pfeiffer all of them yeah yeah but i'm gonna reach these kids no no she wasn't even trying to reach it there's there's some teachers who on the first day had to do the whole i'm the one who runs this fucking block oh, or whatever get out of and, here but that was always my favorite thing when a teacher yeah. went like just want to let you know for those of you who think you know, I ran a tight ship. They would have that fucking speed. There was this uh, yeah. one fucking teacher, especially. She would fucking talk about, you know, I run a tight ship here. Da, 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 you know, that whole fucking speech. If you think, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You're just going to hurt you're so gonna, bad. You're going to get yeah, so destroyed. Like, yeah. you know, but it always, it was always a thing. I'm like, just how can I fucking push this thing? And when I look back at it, I'm like, that was basically the, the early years of me being a fucking comic. Like I started my, my, you know, um, my comedy uh, career started as a fucking heckler and as a fucking uh, roast master. Do you know what I mean? Because whatever they were teaching, that's why they would tell me to get the fuck out of the class. Because whatever the fuck, and I'm gonna try You're to like brag about it. Yeah, whatever they were teaching, I would always find, you know, like as we do comedians, yeah. you know, uh, you, you find, try to find humor. So whatever they were teaching, I always say, and then eventually they would just get angry and they're like, Massimo, just, why don't you go outside? Why don't you leave the room? And then I'm like, fucking beautiful. I just got a fucking. I don't have to be in school today. You know, like I had to stay in you the school. You gave me the day off. But I'm in the fucking hallway. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be out there for a day. I remember the longest was uh, two and a half months, three months I was in the hallway. That's absurd. Because <laughs> I pantsed some kid, right? You pantsed him in the class. I pantsed him out. You know what it was? Somebody pantsed, because me, I was kind of fat. I, you, know, I, you know, I got a little more athletic later. Never. I got athletic. But I used to get pantsed a lot, you know, because I was, you know. I only got pantsed one. My buddy Jonathan pantsed me. Yeah, people used to pants me, but it was my friends or whatever people, you know. So they pantsed me, and I was like a fat kid, right? So they fucking pantsed me, and I tried to get fucking my friends, people, other people back. And sometimes they were friends, sometimes it was just other people, and I'd fucking chase them down. But they would always fucking pants me because at that time, you know, I, was, I still am fat, but I wore jogging pants back then. So I was an easy target. Then, uh, you know, my brother, <laughs> then my, my older brothers were like, ah, maybe you should stop wearing jogging pants to school. If you want to <laughs> stop being fucking pants. And I'm like, that's a fucking great idea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I started wearing fucking jeans at that point. Do you remember the button pants, the snap-ons? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you yeah, were those, asking to get That's how pants. I got pants. So anyway, long story short, they fucking, but all my friends were all like guys who played fucking soccer and athletic and had great fucking reflexes. Do you know what I mean? So when I'd fucking go, they were always fast enough to get away from me or they had fast enough reflexes. So I go to fucking pants them. I go, oh, they're fucking wearing jogging pants today. And I'd go and I'd, they'd always get me. So I'm like, fuck, but somebody needs to feel the embarrassment that I fucking felt so I could feel better about myself <laughs> and fucking move on. You know, like whatever. I was a fucking kid. Yeah. I was like 11 or whatever. So there was this fucking one kid. He's just walking. He's like, I don't read a book or whatever the fuck it was. But He's just walking. Minding his business. I see he's fucking lost. And I saw, I go, fuck, this guy doesn't even know that the world exists right now. He's in his fucking world doing, I forget what it was. I think he, he was maybe looking at a comic book or whatever the fuck it was. And I just fucking, like a fucking, like a, like Lion a panther, and gazelle, yeah, just, yeah. just slowly fucking. And I came and I fucking, pow, pantsed him. And his pants were fucking down. And he started fucking crying. Right? And he started crying so fucking bad. And not again. He, and then I started 
feeling there. I go, Father Bartholomew, is that you? And he's yeah. crying, and I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck! And I go, why are you crying? I, go, I get parents fucking once a week. I don't <laughs> fucking cry. Let's stop crying. Like I'm trying to plead them. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm like, stop crying. And then the teacher comes, and she, oh, the teacher no. puts me outside. I go, listen, I get pantsed all the time. She was like, yeah, but you're a, you're a, uh, you're a, you're, you could take care of yourself. I go, I didn't pants him and then give him a beating. I just <laughs> fucking, you know, I just pantsed him. That's it. It happens to me all the time. She goes, yeah, but you know, you, you could handle, I go handle. I'm a fucking fat kid. Yeah. Do you think I want all the little girls to see my fat little 11 year old fucking body? I'll, f you know, like I was a fucking fat kid. I still am a fucking For some fat reason, kid. I, ref I refuse to wear underwear every yeah, day. I, don't I haven't fucking, learned I don't my lesson. And, what underwear is right <laughs> but you know like so i'm like i fucking i go feel terrible all the time like, i don't know i didn't know he was, and my whole defense was like i don't know he was in a fucking crash like well you know what and i would have apologized right and eventually i did because then you know then there's that you know the morals in your yeah, brain you're right guilty, yeah. but she's like well you're gonna you're gonna i go but why do i i did say sorry because when he was crying i was like i'm sorry okay sorry stop fucking crying i go i did say sorry to him and it was repeatedly fucking, when he was fucking crying she goes well you know i want to see but you know how teachers some teachers are just fucking cunts. you can't win and it's like no no i have to see you apologize i have to see the apology it's like but i apologize to him why the fuck do you have to see the apology so then i was like but i apologize to him like you know i didn't do anything wrong it happens all the time in this fucking school like it was a you know it was a school just like 98 percent italian kids so people <laughs> just were getting passing each other there's pizza flying around smacked all the time you know i go this fuck shit happens every day in this fucking stupid school you know? like, <laughs> right and i'm like why i have to buy ready fucking apologize but i was fucking crying like a fucking you know and she's like and then you know she said the magic words to me to make me not want to apologize she's like well until you apologize you're gonna stay out here with your desk and i'm like are you fucking serious and she would come out she's like are you ready to apologize and then uh she was like uh i was, I was like uh no she says well then you're gonna stay longer i'm like okay and then after like two three months well, it was like two at least two months jesus she Christ. realized like this kid doesn't give a fuck about being in the hallway like he's actually enjoying being in the hallway you know because every time she would come she would come out the door that's what you're supposed to be doing your schoolwork, not doing whatever fuck dumb kid thing i was doing fucking drawing, drawing or whatever yeah. playing you know? with airplanes yeah playing fucking, making airplanes yeah, out of pencils. yeah fucking i don't know making knives whatever it was i was doing but she realized she's like you know what and then she's like, I'm going to put you. And that's when I apologize. And she says, you know what? I know you. I know that you don't care and you'd rather be in the hallway. So, you know what? And I know you're not going to apologize. So why don't you just come? You're just going to come back in the class. But, you know, like you're going to go back in the class anyway. So can you at least apologize? And because I did feel bad and because she was going to put me in the fuck class anyway, yeah. then I apologize. I'm like, all right, fuck, it's over. This one figured it out that I actually enjoy. But that's also the thing I never understood about fucking teachers and just like principals, whatever. It's like, do you not understand that most kids don't want to fucking learn yeah. and be in class? Why would you think that's a taking punishment. me out of class? The like, place I don't want to be in. Yeah, like being in school is the punishment. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember one, because you know, I remember once they wanted to suspend me when I was in high school, and whenever I would get suspended, which was often, my parents would ground me. Right, I would get yeah. grounded for two, three weeks. Sometimes I fucking my my father said like just put out fucking grounding like it was nothing. You know I mean, you're grounded for three months. I'm like three months. Like, are you fucking crazy? I'm like, I start trying to explain. Sentence. Yeah, I try to explain to my father. I go, do you understand how grounding works? I go, other parents are doing like week, two weeks. You're just like dropping like like it was always like a minimum month. So I knew if I would get suspended. I would fucking, you know. Be grounded. So I told the teacher, uh, the teacher, the principal, right? 
I goes, oh, you're, I'll spend you for three days. I'm like, oh, no, please don't do that. Like, uh, be home at three three days, like a nice vacation. And then the vice principal, who was retiring that year, who didn't give a fuck anymore, started laughing, right? And he turned to, I think his name was, uh, his last name was Laderud, but I think his name was like Armin or something like that. But he, uh, it was Armin or Jack. But he turned to him and he said, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Armin. He's like, something uh, funny, Armin, right? And he was retiring that year, so he didn't give a shit anymore, yeah. right? Because that's, you know, basically his boss, right? He's the vice principal. And the principal's like, is something funny? He goes, hi, he's right, he's right. You're, you're doing him a favor by sending him home for three days, you know? And he's like, oh, it's, it's please, you know? And then he turns and goes back to me. Yeah, I'm going to suspend you for three days. I go, no, don't do that. Because then, you know, during the day and the week, all there is is soap operas, you know? And then I got to fucking walk to the video store and get myself a movie and watch fucking movie. And the guy starts laughing again. That is the amazing. The vice principal's like, oh. Armin is, uh, is, I'm sorry, but is there something funny? It's like, hey, he's right, he's right. He's doing the guy a favor <laughs> by sending him home. He's going to watch a movie. Yeah. And he goes, so, like, so just stop. And he went back a third time. And he's just like, no, I'm sending you home three days. I'm going to tell you. And, and I'm like, and I go, no, come on, don't. I go, fucking, so I don't know if you like soap operas, but they're terrible. And the guy just kept on laughing. And that's why I thought that guy, that's why I realized um, that that guy was actually cool, the vice principal, because he was just, Doing, got that's it. when I realized, no, the guy's just do, he was just doing his job. Yeah. Like his job, you know, because when you're vice principal, you're taking care of the students, yeah. you know, the discipline and all that bullshit. So he was a dick, but he was a dick because it was his job. But that last year when he was like retiring, retiring I realized how fucking funny. Because I remember once I was making fun of because he was actually a cool guy. I remember because he looked like Johnny Carson, this guy. So whenever he'd walk into like, you know, the, the you know, the, the, the you know, the, the indoor area where kids, you know, there's like benches or whatever, yeah. and they just chill. And he was walking in one time, I was like, and I started doing the Johnny Carson music. And obviously, he started kids have made fun of him before. No, but he walked in, I was like, and he sees me like doing that, and he's like, fucking look at this fucking piece of shit kid. And he's walking over, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, welcome to the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Tonight's guests are this, and I'm doing like guests. I'm doing the whole intro, and he's getting closer and closer. I'm like, and now here's Johnny. He's like, right now to my fucking office. And he's like, and then he wants to give me the. I go, why are you giving me detentions, man? I'm just joking. I'm like, you know, you look like Johnny. Car I go, it's not yeah. a big deal. Johnny Carson. He's like, greatest entertainer ever. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. look like the greatest entertainer to ever live. And he started laughing. He's like, I right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, it was that moment, and then that moment where I'm sitting there and going like, oh no, please don't send me home and give me a three day vacation. He started laughing. I'm like, this guy. Gets it. He gets it. Just he, that he's this working. This guy probably likes the fucking party too. You know what I mean? Like if I would have known this guy when I was going, like if this guy was a high, the same age as me and we went you to high school together, we probably would have been fucking friends. You know, this guy probably was selling drugs and shit at school. <laughs> Isn't it fucked up when you look back and you're like the guys yeah, you realize that you all thought. those adults that were just doing their job? Yeah. You know? And they tried their best, but they're like, fuck, you're too difficult. Yeah. You know? And that guy's like, listen, you think I give a fuck what your kids do? It's just I'm paid to make sure that you fucking kids don't like end up fucking you know smoking crack and killing each other do you know what I mean like you know what I hated more than like the teachers that were fucking I hated the students that you're with oh. and you've committed to do something and then at the end when everything's done you won't get in trouble if nobody rats you out one of them's like oh no I think we should say it's like dude you know how many left turns we had to take to get here yeah. this is not the time for the right turn <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, not yeah. the time yeah yeah exactly it's <laughs> like yeah just live with your fucking guilt man. yeah it's like I remember somebody you know um, there was this guy I knew who he cheated on his girlfriend, right? You know, At school, not, high school. No, this was like uh, when I was in my early 20s. Okay. It was probably like 21 or whatever, right? Now, I'm not condoning cheating on your girlfriend. You know what I mean? But if you do it, you never, never, ever say it. Yeah, these are not things to talk about. Because all you're going to do is about. just destroy that yeah, person's person, yeah. life. You know, and 
he said to me, and it's like what you're saying, like this left turns, and then yeah. it's like you, this is not the time to be fucking the, <laughs> the righteous. The righteous thing would have been right before not yeah. letting that girl suck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. While your girlfriend was at home waiting for you to get home, yeah, exactly. You know, with the fucking the food that you're supposed to get. Like you shouldn't have let that girl suck your dick. That's when you should have made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. You know, after that girl sucked your dick. Live with that guilt. Don't let her live with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Don't make her feel yeah. like a fucking betrayed fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. Right. But he was, I remember he was turned to me and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, we, um, we ended up breaking up because, uh, you know, she found out, uh, you know, that like I cheated on her. And, and then you're like, how'd she find out, Steve? Uh, yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, and I go, what she found? I go, how come? I go, oh, fuck. Did somebody fucking rant you out? What a piece. I was about to just do the whole, what a piece of shit rant, you know? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Somebody didn't uh, rat me out. I'm like, oh, fuck, bro. Did she fucking catch you? Oh, in the fucking act? He's like, shaggy. And he's like, no, no, no. Uh, I told her. I'm like, what do you mean you told her? What do you mean you told her? Because yeah, he goes, I felt guilty. And I go, so they fucking feel guilty. Yeah. Live with that guilt. You live with your crime. Yeah. You don't You don't make other people feel bad. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying that, oh, it's no big deal to no, cheat. No, no, no. That's like, not what we're saying. It's a terrible thing to cheat on your spouse. Someone has trusted you. to cheat. What? I don't think it's a terrible thing to do. No, well, you're a piece of garbage. Yeah, but also, <laughs> yeah, but he's a, a piece but of also he said spouse. You're not married like, like you. You know, like I have a wife. You yeah. know what I mean, like we're talking about, saying, but like, you're also see, a piece of garbage. Let's say you have wife and kids. He's saying, yes, like, I put know. that scenario. Yeah, like if you're married to somebody, yeah. I'd be like, poor woman. No, obviously. this guy's gonna be fucking banging yeah. pros left and right. Yeah, yeah. Now he's like, cheating's not a bad thing. Yeah, pro or pro is different. But the second that's a business transaction, that's different. He's always gonna do. He's gonna maximize everything. The day before he gets married, it's gonna be like fifty-seven women. He's like, okay, I've done it. It's out of my system. How is it out of your system? Honestly, there's no one left. Yeah, If you want to marry me, I can't get erections anymore. So you don't have to worry. I fucked so much. I don't even get fucking hard anymore. <laughs> anyway, the thought of getting hard yeah. makes me want to vomit. Anyway, really, I go to the kitchen, make me some fucking lasagna. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, what's yeah, he so ran himself so up. So, 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 you know, um, what the fuck was I saying? That the guy told you he's like, yeah, oh, I, I told him. I just said, you know, it's like, you know, your guilt. You wanted to get it off your chest so you can feel better. Yeah. But now this person feels fucking terrible. Just terrible. She feels betrayed. Yeah. You know, you did this fuck you. Some girl's mouth was on your fucking dick. Yeah, it makes. And then you yeah. took that dick home, and then you put that dick in your girlfriend's mouth. Oh, bro. You know what I mean? That's what she's yeah thinking. Think. It's like you fucked some chick, and then you came home and you put that fucking stink on me, you piece of garbage, right? And she so tried to like, kill him, and that makes you feel bad. And now, oh fuck! I'm relieved. Now I got that off. Yeah, my chest. but now you just now transferred it. You've, you know, yeah. the first thing you did was terrible that you did that to your girlfriend. But you know, what's more terrible is now she knows, and now she feels fucking disgusting. Yeah, you unloaded. You know, you did. Yeah. It's like you, you, somebody threw shit on you. You're like, this is fucking terrible. So you clean it up and put it on the person next to you. You're like, oh man, that feels great. Yeah. Like that there's certain awesome. things people don't need to know. I've, yeah. I've been in a situation where somebody told me something and I'm like, why the fuck did you tell me that? Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, why did you tell me that? Yeah, it's happened to me. Did you want to fucking, you, there's always that poor man where like, you either A, said it because you thought I wanted to know or B, you told me because you knew it was a fuck. I remember there was this comic uh, when I, you know, that I always look uh, looked up to, right? And then this one comic told me, yeah, he, he said, you know, he doesn't really get what you do and da da da. And I've and always just to fuck with you. And I've and I've, you know, 
I used to hang out with this dude. I've worked with him. Always had, you know, I always looked up to him and I also saw him as, and he does like me as a person, but not as a comedian. But I always just felt he liked me as a person and a comedian. Yeah. But it's not something I needed to know. And I was just like, why the fuck would you tell me that? Yeah. I didn't need to know that this guy who was at the time, as far as calm, you know, because you have like, you know, idols, like somebody could have like, you know, let's say like Richard Pryor, or Richard Pryor yeah. can be your comedy idol, but it's the celebrity, some of you don't know. Yeah. But then you have idols that you actually know. That yeah, you that you meet, with, yeah. You know, and this was one of those guys. This is a guy in the scene, you know, who I idolized, who I looked up to. I saw, you know, like that's that's a comedian. That's who I could be yeah. one day. Fucking funny and great like this guy, you know, and there was also similarities to his. And then that, that person told me that. I'm just like, why would you do that? Yeah, you just. Like you just, you took that. And now I can It doesn't help me in I, any way, yeah. And I now when I see that guy, it's all not I see the same. is that. Yeah. And I still get along with the guy and I drink, you know, and whatever. But there's, he's no longer my idol. Yeah. Mm. He's no, I no longer look up to him. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, you're a, you're a piece of garbage. You hang out with somebody and you're all fucking chummy, chummy, yeah. and you and you've, he's told me how funny he thought I was. So that was a fucking lie. Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, no, it's great. You just need to work on this and that. And then you know, talking to that person, he's saying like, yeah, no, listen, just like, like anything you do. Uh, you know, it's just like I see what he's doing, but yeah, I don't get it. I don't really see it. Like talking about like there was, and I'm like, you're doing that. Just wow. first of all, you're doing that. The comment, like the comic who did do it, say it. Like I know for sure they were doing the fuck with my head because they had some sort yeah, of yeah. There's no, there's no some, other intention. They had some resentment against me or whatever. But it's like, but there is in that situation. I'm 100 percent certain because they had certain resentments. They had to tell me that to fuck with my head. But there are times where people will tell you, "Hey, you know, so and so said this yeah. about you." There's things I know about people. There's things that I know that people have told me about. You know. Uh, you know, person, person yeah. B is says something about person A, and there's a part where you're like, maybe because that person A is a good friend of mine, and and that person is a, a mutual friend of that person. You know what I mean? We have we're, we're all friends together. Yeah. That person, I go, but if I tell that person that, you know, that's gonna fuck up that relationship. Might fuck up all of the fucking friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a whole slippery slope. That slip. person not knowing that thing. You know, it's not really that that bad of a thing. Yeah. It's something that that person can live without knowing, and it's not really going to do anything terrible. And if I tell that, that's just going to make that person feel like I felt when they yeah. told me that, feel fucking horrible. And then it affected my way I looked. I used to idolize this guy. Now when I see him, I go, ah, fuck you, yeah. Cunt. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, because it made me bitter, and that's. But that, there was no good. In, Here's a, there was no good in telling. That's why there's certain situations where you remember when they were, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. There's certain situations where keeping your mouth shut absolutely. is the better thing to do. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like this won't like. Something, let's say something helps. I don't know. Like let's say I find out that this kid's being robbed every day. Like somebody right. goes in and I, know, I go, it'll help. Stop getting robbed. Don't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. But if fucking right now I don't know I find out that I find out a secret that. His parents, him, they never told anybody, but they really didn't want to have him. They didn't like him. Yeah. How the fuck? Bro, now everything's good. Now they like yeah. you. In the beginning, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I can't go in there and ruin your life. Be like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. I can't trust yeah. them anymore. I spoke to your parents yeah. or your older brother or sister or whatever said that your parents never wanted you. Like, what How's that, that going to help? doesn't change anything. Yeah. You still exist as a person. Yeah, exactly. Now you exist as a person. Who questions their existence. Knows, yeah. 
now knows that. Now yeah. knows that his parents didn't really want yeah. him or her to fucking be born. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the fuck did you do? Well, I felt they should have known that. Why? 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 You know, like that whole, like, you know, uh, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're fucking talking about. Yeah. I don't need to know. It. I didn't need to know that that fucking comic really wasn't a big fan of my comedy. Yeah. You know, I would have loved, even though, like, now that I know that, I'm like, okay, well, at least I know that. But you know what? I rather have lived in that world where this guy fucking thought I was great, you yeah. know, because uh, he only told it to that one person or maybe other people didn't fucking say it. But I rather have lived where like I looked up to that person. Not that I needed that in my life. No, right? no, but it's just, saying, it was a better existence. Least, but when I would see the guy, I used to have fun hanging out. We were drinking, fucking, you know, getting high sometimes or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? It was good times. Now I see I'm like, ah, fuck this dude. Me, I mean? personally, I don't even like, like, a Jason, let's say if it hasn't to do with me. Like, I don't want him to tell me, oh, this guy's cheating on this person. I don't want to know because I don't want to have it. Like, I don't want to know. Right. I don't want to. That's none of my business. I don't, but don't if you put do me find into out, it. you don't need to tell that No, person. no, of course not. Me, actually, it'll put me in a weirder spot. So it's like, yeah. don't, this has nothing. It, you telling me isn't going to bring me anything yeah. good. And whenever somebody does that, they're either yeah. just either A, dumb, and they don't get that that's a bad thing. Yeah. Or B, they wanted to fuck with Yeah, they're person. trying to start yeah. something. I think the most, uh, and I, I really truly think that this guy didn't understand that that's a terrible thing. Oh, you think he's but, a dummy? Yeah, no, there, there is times where people are dumb. Like I will, it's it's like, it can't always be- Malicious. You know, it can't always be that one thing. Yeah. And sometimes it is going to be the other thing. Yeah. Most of the time that person is trying to fuck with that person's head because people, humans, we are malicious creatures. Yeah, we're piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. we're garbage. We used yeah. to fucking live in caves. We yeah. had no clothes and we used to throw rocks on top of animals <laughs> yeah. and then just eat them fucking raw like pieces of garbage. We're, you know we're pieces, I've already said this, dogs should inherit the earth. They're the only good yeah, thing yeah, on no, this fucking they're, planet. They're great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could have continued fucking uh, just eating shrubs and shit, but one of us went like, bro, what if we just drop a giant rock on that fucking thing? You know, yeah. That's what it, it takes that mind yeah. to go, bro, I can't, you see the lion, him, he has big teeth. We don't have big, we know what we should do though. Just drop a fucking rock on it, man. Yeah, Master Don, more like Massimo's eating tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just drop a fucking rock on the thing, bro. He's gonna be fucking dead. Fuck that guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, um, but I was, this was uh, 2012, 2013. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I was about to say the first time I did the Edinburgh Festival, the only time I did the Edinburgh Festival, it was the only time I did it, but it was, uh, but anyway, um, because when you do the festival, there's like people like they'll rent like an apartment, like a oh yeah, yeah. Bed, and then they'll like rent out the rooms. Let's say like I'll pay like whatever two G's for a whole apartment for a month, and then I'll rent out the rooms, right? So anyway, uh, the people who organize the festival, any people like that, they send a message and then they forward it to everybody. So anyway, long story short, I get a room. This is uh, this uh, American chick from Las Vegas, right? She's the one who has the room. And uh, you rent an under. I'm renting a room from her. Right. So, hey, long story short, so it's this American chick, right, from Las Vegas, and then this dude, uh, English dude from fucking Leeds or one of the fucking less known uh, English, English places, places yeah. right? And um, so, anyway, so uh, I get to the fucking place. I meet that English dude, is the guy I meet first, and he's a guy very green, has done comedy three times and then says and i wanted to get really good at any he, he had this kind of english accent you know like that's a very, annoying very fucking weird creepy yeah. english accent you know and he's like you know i just want to get very good very fast at comedy so i thought you know i'll, I'll do a one-man show i'm like yeah no that's what you do after. that's how it works yeah yeah yeah. after three spots definitely just do a fucking yeah. hour i'm sure your hour is great right <laughs> yeah. now 
But still, I know somebody that, you know, you start, you know, meeting people, you make friends while you're there and somebody went to see it. They're like, it was terrible. I was yeah, like, no I figured that much. It's yeah, just yeah. a random guy speaking for an hour. Yeah, exactly. It's a guy who did three open mics and then said, no, I need to get better. You know what makes me better? Not uh, five minutes at a time and just, you know, getting, doing a tight five and just <laughs> making that the fucking best five minutes and then moving on to seven and eight and 10 and no. so forth until I get an hour. No, no, let's just jump to a very terrible, mediocre five straight to a terrible hour. <laughs> he gets to minute 58 with no laughs. Like, I got to win him back. What's the deal with all these? Like, no, no, no. But, uh, um, so anyway, um, so uh, I'm talking to this dude. Anyway, so he's very green. So I think yeah. he's just he was just green. I just didn't get it. So then there's this other girl who was also not a great performer or whatever. The Vegas chick. Yeah. But um, so anyway, um, somebody reviews her show, right? Okay. And uh, gets very terrible review. <laughs> one star, right? Oops. One single star she gets and and she only gets the one star because they can't give zero stars right as far as i don't know if you know how reviews work <laughs> they can't give they're zero not allowed stars. to give zero stars you you have to put a star so you have to put one star it's just automatic that yeah. that one star doesn't even mean anything yeah it's already there yeah yeah if you get one star it's like saying zero stars it's on the template like technically it's a star but really it's zero stars yeah. you know what i mean so anyway so one star review Tara, you know obviously the, the guy didn't write anything nice um so I walk into uh, this is about a week into the the festival. So I, I walk I walk into the apartment. I see him there. He's like, so uh, you know, uh, a review came out for you know so and so's uh, show. I'm like, oh, was it uh, was it? You know, my, I already know it's a terrible review, right? I already know ahead of time. But I'm just trying to pretend, <laughs> I'm trying to pretend like you know, oh, there's a chance it could be a great. And I'm like, uh, oh, was it was it a good one? He's like, no, no, it was it was bad. It was one star, and yes. You know, and he told me about what was in the review, saying... Was it funny? Well, it's funny because it's this little creepy English guy telling you. He's like, yes, you know, she was, <laughs> you know the reviewer was saying that, you know, uh, her vocals weren't great because it was kind of like a musical kind of thing, a one-person musical thing. And he's like, yeah, the vocals were very bad, and, <laughs> and that uh, the singing was terrible, and, and even her acting and the storytelling was very bad. It was very, very bad. Very, <laughs> it's canceled. Very, very bad. Very bad uh, review. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And there was that point, there was uh, a moment where I, I, in my head I said, I should probably tell this guy because this guy seems dumb enough <laughs> to go tell her he saw the review, right? Because yeah, yeah. that's a something, bad review, uh, let that person you find let it that on their be, own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let them find it. You know, Because when you're doing the Edinburgh Festival, you're gonna every see day it. you get on the computer and then you search to see if there's any reviews for your show because yeah. then if they are, then you slap them on your poster, you know, four-star yeah. review, the fucking... Scottish Herald or whatever the fuck yeah. the papers are there, right? So anyway, I'm about to say, yeah, just don't tell her that you saw her. Just let her fucking find her on her own. Yeah. And then uh, I go, nah, but you know that goes without saying. And whenever I say to myself, ah, that goes without saying. It doesn't. You should probably say it because yeah. that person. So anyway, long story short, I go, ah, oh, fuck, that sucks. And then I go, I go in the kitchen. Then she comes home. Like maybe ten minutes later, she comes in. I'm, I'm, you know, making myself something to eat. Right. It's like about two, three hours before my show, so I'm making dinner. So I'm in there and he's like, she comes like, hi, I forget what his name is. Let's just call him fucking Jeffrey, right? She's like, uh, oh, hi, Jeffrey. He's like, oh, hello, hello. And he's, she's like, uh, it's yeah, so, uh, and I'm like, and as he's going, yeah, so. Uh, you're, and, you're, and you're, in the, time's uh, slow right there for you. I'm just like, yeah. is, this, <laughs> is this motherfucker about to fucking tell this girl? 
about her terrible fucking review that she got in one of the, like the bigger papers. Oh no, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, is he about the fucking? Yeah, so I uh, saw a review for your show. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this fucking yeah. clown. I saw a review for your show, and it was I was like, oh, you fucking dude, don't fucking. She's like, oh really? And she's all like, because she's a person also oblivious to how shit she Even is. Even after yeah. she read the review, she's like, you know what? There was a couple of good lines in there that I could use. I'm like, are you fucking? You know what? Dude. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. But she's one of those people. But she's also a person who's like, just you know, there's certain people yeah. that are just blind to yeah. how terrible they are as a performer. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like sometimes I have that that problem. I don't realize how terrible I can be sometimes. But anyway, but anyway, but that's uh, another story. But. So, so he goes, yes, yeah, I know. I saw there was a review came out for your show. So really? Like, how was it good? He's like, no, no, it was, it was bad. <laughs> this guy's fucking <laughs> yeah. blunt. She was really, Christ. how many stars? Just the one. Just, just the, the one. one. Just the one star. She's like, oh my God. Really? Just, yeah, no. It was bad. I thought, I thought you should know. <laughs> right? Like, why? And I'm just trying to make fun. I'm like, are you fucking dumb? And then the next day he walks into the kitchen and I'm making breakfast, whatever it is. He walks in and he's like, do you think it was a bad idea when I told told her about that I saw a review? I'm like, yeah. I go, that was, <laughs> I go, it was a horrible thing. I go, never ever tell anybody. Only ever tell somebody you read an amazing review. Yeah. Never tell. I go, let the, he goes, no, nah, I just thought that she should know. I go, she would find out herself. And how would that help her right do? now in this situation? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's all you do when you're at Adam, or at least that's all I was doing. Yeah. Every day after my show, I'd fucking wake what up. What I'd grab my computer and then I would search my show name and fucking reviews. And then, you know, like a week later, you know, one popped up. But I'm just like, yeah, you don't fucking, I go never ever, because I feel like, no, because I, Afterwards, I thought that was a bad idea. I'm like, yeah, afterwards. Bro, what are you after? You should have fucking, as the words were coming out of your mouth, you're like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was just, but it was just, but still to this day, the funniest part was just like, how many stars? Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> just just, the, just one. the one. You know, yes. You know, like fucking, you know, and I'm just like, you fucking creepy fucking, like, yeah, the kind of like a fucking Anthony Hopkins, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Silence of the Lamb kind of vibe. Mm. Yeah, just the one, Clarice. Yes, I ate her liver. Yes, I read the review. Oh, how was it? It was very bad. Like, they, they had, you had not even any like idea how to say, like, well, you know, I think there's some moments in it, but, yeah. you know, I was a great, you yeah. know, he wasn't really saying it was the best show. He didn't say it was the worst, but he was, wasn't saying it was the best. But it was, was a just, terrible article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> said it. She's like, how was it? It was very bad. Very bad. Yes, very bad review. How many God stars? No. Just the one. Just the just, one. Just the one. one. They also <laughs> reviewed a murder rape on page yeah, six, yeah. and that got to two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember my, my oh, God, yeah. I got like, I think three or four reviews when I was in Edinburgh. Was it good? Three of the, uh, two of the, two or three, I either got three or four reviews, but I know, I think it was three. Two of them were good. It was like three stars. Okay, out of five. But, yeah, three yeah. out of five. But um, like one, like both reviews. If you took away the stars, you might think it was a fucking five star show. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, okay, the yeah. way it was written, it was very complimentary. And then there was a couple of things they said, you know, but it lacked this and that and whatever. But they were really great reviews. I was very happy. But there was this one fucking review that's like when I had to find it, it was buried like in page seven or eight of Google search or whatever. But my show was called um, A Good Catholic Boy, 
right? Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of my shit, I'm a, you know, a storyteller, a comic, you know. So this guy, she lives like, like I was expecting no, a good this Catholic girl, I boy. I knew she was a reviewer. She was, because, you know, it's Edinburgh. Like, the thing about Edinburgh Fringe, uh, Fringe Festival, unless you're, like, a famous fucking person or something, like, lots of fucking shows have, like, three, four, five audience fucking members. people, audience members. Yeah. Uh, you know, every once in a while, I would have a good crowd, because it was a small room. It all held, like, you know, like, 30 people. Yeah. And there was nights where there was 15, 20 people, and obviously, those were the better shows. But this girl shows up. I know she was a reviewer because she had a fucking pad and fucking pen in her hand. And when I asked her, oh, are you a reviewer? No, just, just stealing jot, your jokes, just, jot, just jotting some things. What do you mean jotting something? And, but there was two people in the crowd and just the whole time she's like, and then the, uh, the, I, I've seen you know, it so was, uh, it was one that that English dude, if he would have seen it, we're like, that nah, was very bad. Also mm -hmm. that English dude, uh, because the, the run is like almost four weeks. Yeah, it's a month. The full eh? run, yeah. The full run is like about a month long. I think 12 days in, he's like, anyway, I'm going back to Leeds. I'm like, why? What's going on? I was like, it's just not working out. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, bro. Cause you did three fucking sets. You fucking you, idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. He left fucking like 12 days into his show. I think it's like. 26 shows that you do, right? So 26 nights. And he left like after tw uh, night 12. See, I'm never going to do like, it. If you want my room, you can have my slot. And I would have taken a slot, but his, his time was either exactly the same time or just like an hour before. So I never would have time to do that. Go slot to your and room. And run to mine. Um, but anyway. I'm uh, never going to get to do it. Yeah. Yeah, now it's too uh, late for me. I'm, I can't take a month off and go fuck around there. Yeah, I think about doing it every once in a while. But I had one anyway. The review, since the show was called uh, "Good Catholic Boy," it was called uh, "Good Catholic Boy One Hour in Hell." <laughs> so the no, that's amazing. That's, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. I would no, print I was, that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, and I was just like, "You fucking," and I was like, and I knew it was her, and I was like, because yeah. then I read. The reviewer's name it was a woman's name and and it's like i know you're a fucking reviewer hold who goes to a show unless you're stealing jokes yeah you don't you know need I mean? a like you're holding a pen and paper and you're just like <laughs> you know looking and then jotting things down after him every like three or four minutes you jot like it clearly and it was even there's that i think was the only funny moment that night because it just you know it was just you know there's like fucking three other people yeah and i'm like i go but I go, what do you mean you're not, you know, and every once in a while I go back to her, I'm like, but you're still writing things. How are you not? Maybe that's probably also why she gave me a terrible because I kept she, on fucking. She was angry. I'm like, what are you, why are you telling me? You're, like, I, I know you're ever, it's cool if you're a reviewer. I just want to know if you are a reviewer, which fucking, you know, uh, a newspaper you're with or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So I can look at the reviews. It's like, I'm not a reviewer. It's like, I know who the fuck you are. Do you know what I mean? Like who the fuck, you know, unless you're stealing fuck. Are you, then are you stealing my jokes then? You know, are like, you a detective? Are you following up yeah, on a lead? You know, that I fucking do fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, fucking heroin again and uh, forgot and murdered somebody. That was a terrible joke. The right? Italian man. I was trying to definitely go with better and it doesn't come out. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But also I've learned some people live to just shit on other people. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know, people, you know, uh, love to hate. I know also what I noticed about um, people who are haters. Yeah. And uh, I noticed they don't do haters it. who are also performers or content creators yeah. or whatever the fuck. It's always funny how those people will get angry about all the haters on their page. And even people I know personally who have been like, Complain about, yeah, this person, you know, because I did this thing. And then they commented about all these things. Da, 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 and I'm just like, you know how many times you've shitted on my fucking videos, bro? It's like, you're a hater. Why yeah. are you complaining about the hate? Like, at least I can, ex I, re I can respect those haters 
who get hate on their page and then they just hate back or whatever the fuck. It's just hate all the way. Yeah, they don't complain about the haters hating them because they're like, listen, I'm a fucking hater. It's like a troll complaining about somebody trolling them. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Of course. Yeah. Listen, people are cunts. That's what, yeah. you know, the, the moral of the story. It's like, bro, let's push this rock over and fucking kill this entire family of woolly mammoths. Yeah. It goes back to <laughs> the beginning of the time. Bro, let's just roll this rock over. Like, you know, and You know what confuses it. me, though? Because the haters thing. What confuses me is when you have haters that will hate, let's say, on you and making your sketches or me with right. the podcast. And, but, and they're performers, but they're not doing anything. No. So it's like, I don't understand. Why don't you just do something? Why are you mad if yeah. I'm making something? You could not like it, but why would you be mad if you're yeah. just not doing anything? I'm not stopping you. That's what I never understood. It's like you're not being stopped. You can do your own thing. Exactly. Just because I have my stuff out doesn't mean you can't do your. That's I, that always was a point where like I would hit a wall. I'd be like, I I can't, I I can't, I don't get it. I can't justify it in my head. I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, I always don't really. Before I used to engage with these people online, can't. and then I realized uh, I'm not gay. Like it's more I'm my ego. I'm anything, engaging yeah. because of my ego. Yeah. I can't let it go. But I'm like, then they, I don't need to fucking deal. Like I'm wasting energy. But the one thing that still to this day infuriates me is like when somebody, I do a fucking sketch or maybe I put a little clip of my stand up, and somebody writes, this is supposed to be comedy, right? And then I go look at their fucking page and there's nothing, not one yeah. fucking post. There, You know, like there's nothing fun. So it's just like, you're just coming here just to hate. Like what did you... Uh, yeah, what did you do? What, what did, did you create? You gain also yeah. by saying that, you know, it's like yeah, it's not comedy for you. There's so many fucking bands, you know what I mean? I have very, you know, very, you know, uh, very open mind with you know with music. I listen to all different types of music, right? But there's like so, you know certain fucking you know punk bands or certain fucking rappers or whatever that I don't like their music. Yeah. Mm. I don't like their sound. I don't like what they're putting out there. And yes, for me it sucks. But I'm never gonna say. That band sucks. They should stop doing. They should stop doing what they're doing. Yeah, and it's like, and when did that ever happen? I remember once somebody wrote. This is about a year ago or something, and I've had these messages before. And I'm like, do you think I'm just gonna quit because you tell me I'm not funny? Yeah. But some guy wrote, you should. He wrote a fucking personal like on fucking uh, a Facebook. He writes me a fucking message. You should stop doing comedy. Why? You're not funny. And it's like, okay, but there's a lot of people think, and I didn't really get into it and I just wrote like, hey, because th- most of the time either I ignore it or I write something like, hey, thanks for the love, bro. That's what I wrote to this guy. Um, and I go, yeah, thanks for the love, bro. Really appreciate it. Right? And he's like, don't take it the wrong way. Like, you're a really good actor. You should stick to acting. But comedy's not for you. Don't goes, take it the wrong way. But he said, don't get offended. And what I wrote to him is like, I go, why would I get offended? First thing I wrote was, when I wrote it back, I go, why would I get offended? I go, I don't even know what the fuck you are. Why would I be offended by you? I don't even know you. I go, and secondly, I go, I do comedy for myself. I do, I do the jokes that I do. I do the things that I think are funny. And I do comedy for myself and for the people who find me funny. I've also if made money. Like, yeah, doing comedy. Also, yeah, and there's also people. But the point yeah. I, you know, I was making that is like, there's people who enjoy what I do. Now, if you don't like what I do, don't fucking follow me. Yeah, and don't come to my fucking shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't fucking care about you. I'm not forcing I'm not you to come to my show by you because I know yeah. not everybody's gonna fucking like me. You know, and then you know, and he's like, and then I think he wrote fair enough, or he just didn't answer. You know, and it was over. Which you know, yeah. I'll give him credit to that he didn't continue. He's like, I guess the guy, you know, he was half intelligent. When like, well, I guess he has a point. But I'm like, when does it ever happen in the history of these people writing these messages where a like a comic or a fucking musician or whatever yeah. goes like, fuck, you know, this one fucking guy who I've never met who lives in fucking Missouri or whatever the fuck <laughs> says I'm not fucking funny or I don't sing well, even though there's 
lot of people who love what I do and keep on writing and saying how great. No, no, fuck all those people who enjoy what I do. Yeah. Let me quit because of this guy. It doesn't, it's you know, illogical. It's, it's, it's the Facebook doctor syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. the people who think they're fucking doctors, you know, and shit. And they're like, I know better. You know, that's yeah. it's the whole like ego, like, you know what? I know better than this. I'm better than this guy. It's like, uh, it's yeah. like my, it's like basically copies of uh, my father. Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. Okay, we have to get we have to get dark now, but you know, we have to bring the feeling. I didn't get that. all the people on Facebook molested him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I molested my father. Wait, wait, you know, That's why I left. What? Oh, because you didn't molest him properly or something? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to fuck, kid. <laughs> I enjoy it. You piece of shit. I'm leaving. Piece you, of shit. You piece of shit. You don't know how to touch my asshole. I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, no, but I've always I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The one thing that social media and all this fucking shit, that's why everybody's so vocal. The one thing that fucking social media, beside all the other things done, but the one fucking thing that it did was remove the saying something to somebody's face yeah. factor. Back in the fucking day, if you were at a bar or wherever, whatever social situation, and you're at a fucking bar and some guy was talking some shit about whatever the fuck it is, and you thought he was an idiot for saying what he is, you had to say to that dude, hey man, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then that guy, depending who, what type of person he is, he might get up and say, what the fuck did you say to me? I said, you're a fucking idiot. And then maybe that guy would strike you. So you're standing there and you're like, I feel like if that guy wanted to punch me, he would hurt me. So even though I think he's a fucking idiot, I'm not going to say he's a fucking idiot. Because I don't want to be a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get punched in the fucking head. Yeah. But online, somebody, so people are so quick to say, you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody was calling me once a fucking idiot. And I was just like- I don't know, just- no, 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 no one calls you a fucking idiot out of nowhere. But, you know, I mean, I was, when I was playing poker, poker stars, okay. and I, whatever, I did some fucking, you know, I pulled some fucking move that took away money from a guy, uh -huh. you know, from some fucking player. Did you get that money? Yeah, yeah. I, Good. I, 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 I won the hand by playing cards that this person believes that was dumb for me to play those cards. But more, he just thought it was dumb because I won with yeah. these stupid cards, right? It was just one of the situations I won with stupid cards. And then That's he what said happened to me too at the he casino. Called me like, he was insulting me, called me a fucking idiot and this and that. I go, everybody's so fucking tough when they're behind a fucking keyboard. Because it's still like, you know, 2009 when people are still, you know, chatting with keyboards yeah, yeah. and not their phones, right? And it was just like, I go, everybody's so fucking brave when they're fucking standing behind their computer screen, you know, clicking away on their fucking keyboards. Like, no, I would say that in front of your face. I'm like, no. yeah, maybe, but I, I feel like there's a good chance you wouldn't call me a fucking it. Cause I, you know, I went to live poker rooms. I played with actual fucking real people and Every once in a while, there'd be some guy who'd like, who like, fuck mad. you, you fucking piece of shit. But that was very rare. Most yeah. of the time, people, if they were going to say something, they would just say like, I can't, I, can't believe, I, can't, I can't believe you called me with seven deuce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Like, I can't believe me. You called me with a, a gut shot fucking straight when there's like, there's the, the flush is out there. The, the, like, like, really? You called me with that? And like, yeah, man, I called you with that. Wow, that's that's crazy. I don't, I don't understand. Right? And that's all that person says live. Yeah. But uh, poker stars, people are like, you call me that? Your mother's a fucking whore. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go to that point. But also, like, they get mad. That's part of the game. Bluffing and fucking around is part of the game, sir. I once told somebody, I go, come and meet me. Like, this was somebody <laughs> actually knew in real life. Was somebody I used to work with. And oh, we, he was mad. He was talking shit. Yeah, we're we're somebody I worked with, and we were online chatting about something about work, 
And I forget what the fuck it was. This is years ago. It was like 10 years ago or whatever it was. But it was something about work and we were chatting online, like on MSN Messenger or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And uh, so we're chatting and he, at one point, gets pissed off with me and calls me a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? And I go, oh, you're fucking, I go, oh, nice. Call me a fucking idiot. I go, you're fucking tough, right? Because you're at home in front of your fucking computer. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Right? And he's pulling, he's still in that, he he's was still sitting in that, in that world yeah. where like, Oh, I'm online. Yeah. But he forgot because he's an idiot. He forgot the fact that you actually know me in real life. <laughs> you know, eventually we're going to be in the same. We work together. We're eventually going to be in the same fucking room, That's bro. Amazing. Right. And he's like, oh, da -da -da. and he goes, I go, he goes, uh, no, if you were here, I'd say the same fucking thing. I go, no, you wouldn't, bro. I know you're fucking terrified of me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because you don't talk to me this way when we're in the same fucking room. He goes, no, you're, I go, okay. I go, then I go meet me somewhere right now. And call me a fucking idiot, and then I'll fucking belt you in the fucking head, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, because we're in fucking high school. Yeah, you want to meet in the schoolyard at 3.30? I go, no, no, not the schoolyard at 3.30. Just pick wherever the fuck you want to pick, like, right now, you know what I mean? And I'll fucking meet you. And then say that to me, and then I'm going to smash your fucking face in. And then as soon as he realized, I go, he goes, yeah, I know, whatever. I don't got time for this stuff. I'm busy. I go, and then I wrote, okay, it's cool, bro. We work at the same place. Eventually, you're going to have to go pick up your paycheck. I guess I'll just see you there, and then I'll crack you in the face at work and he's like and then there's like you know the pause there's, there's that pause and then it was just like listen i, I apologize i didn't mean to fucking yeah. say that <laughs> yeah because you realize like yeah. dude i'm gonna see you yeah, i'm gonna <laughs> see you i'm not some guy on poker stars that you're yeah. never gonna see like you know forget but as i'm saying you take like i am the person i will not like if i call somebody like if you and i were standing here and we're getting into some discussion and i go fuck you know what you're a fucking idiot i know that when i call you a fucking idiot there's a consequence you might call me a fucking idiot and tell me get the fuck out or you might get up and want to fucking strike well, yeah me. fucking idiot won't, won't won't grind my gears no, no, i'm just you know yeah, I'm yeah. Just exactly, but i'm saying like i know that if you say so when i say that to somebody like i'm saying it i'm like oh, there, there's number of consequences but People calling out people online, all that, there's no balls to yeah. it. You know, it took it took having balls. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a tough guy. No, 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 you know no but I mean? that's. I am a fucking, a total fucking nerd. I was never a guy who got into scraps or got into But fights. we're a product of the society that there is right now. We're yeah, a product of the society, and, and that's what it did. You're right. The is, you don't need balls. When I was, when you know, and I'm not trying to be like, when I was a kid, you needed to fucking be a tough guy to talk to people. But I remember before, fuck, and like, I love technology. I love fucking all this shit that's happening. It's fucking great. But before that, people who used to talk shit, yeah. they were pretty tough guys. Like yeah. everybody I knew back in the day, like my brother they used back to talk. It up. My brother used to talk a lot of shit. My brother was a fucking scrapper. Like I didn't really talk too much shit. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to get, you know, teachers angry and shit like that because I knew a teacher wouldn't hit me, but I didn't really talk too much shit. My brother used to talk shit all the time, but my brother also knew how to fucking scrap it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's who used to talk shit. It was usually people who like talk shit and they used to talk shit on purpose because they wanted to fight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Dude. they used to purposely talk shit to fight, you know? But now people are not talking shit because they want to fight. They want to fight verbally through fucking, you know, the web, but... You know, that took away the element of having balls to talk. When I first started comedy, early on, somebody was talking shit, and I went to confront them. I remember, and that was when Mike Mayo at the time told me, like, yeah, that was because uh, I scared the shit out of the person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Mike Mayo was like, yeah, it doesn't, um, the reason why you scared him is because none of them, 
like are they're not like you. They're not trying to fight or anything. Yeah. They talked shit because they didn't think there's consequences. And <laughs> yeah, and, then, exactly. and one of my things I told the guys, you think I'm one of these fucking hippies? You think I'm one of these fucking? <laughs> I'll smash your fucking face yeah. in. And yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Think. And then he's like, no, no. The reason why the freak out is because nobody does what you do. Yeah, like yeah. when there's an argument, maybe they'll send something. This time he goes, nobody does what you do because I showed up right. I wasn't performing. I was like, where is he, this motherfucker? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I showed yeah. the guys like, holy well, fuck fucking yeah. shit. I was like, I'm from Park X, bro. What the fuck do you yeah. think this is? I'll fucking kill you, Malaka. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus. You know that my first actual open mic set, uh, you were there too. You were in the back. Oh, the, the I spoke to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. First time I ever do comedy, yeah. Or what I've seen happen very often is sometimes people will talk shit thinking they're not going to get smacked, but yeah. then they get smacked. They're like, call the police. <laughs> well, with me, it was funny because I remember Mayo was like, if it was weird, he was like, it's another world. I didn't think you were actually going to show up and fucking go after the guy. No. I was like, yeah, that's what, that's what you do. He's like, no, 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 it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a different world, bro. It's yeah, a different yeah. world, man. No, no, one of the things is, is like, he talks shit about you and then you show up at the club and then you start talking some shit about him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You There's spread, a story, yeah. a funny story. Nick, DePa- uh, uh, Nick DePaolo okay. told a story when he was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast and he talks about like the first night or whatever, the first few nights but um what the fuck is that guy's name um dana gould oh gold yeah, yeah gold. Dana gould used to yeah. like write he would be a writer for simpsons and all that yeah and he uh he also isn't he the guy he, he does stand up too no yeah no yeah. he's a stand-up comic this happens at, at a club but anyway uh nick DePaoli talks about you know he was you know making fun of himself he was like because yeah because you know i went up there and i had like the fucking tightest shirt on and a fucking you know blazer because i thought that's you know what you fucking wear to do comedy and uh you know because he was a like a very kind of a jock kind of guy yeah. back in the day or you know, whichever he was you know describing it. but anyway so he goes up and he does this fucking set and then nick Paula does his set he comes off stage and then dana gould i think was like either hosting or he was the next comic on and uh and this is like nick DePaulo, like just just started doing comedy like it's still very very green and you so then anyway long story short dana gould goes up and i'm pretty sure it was dana gould but so anyway he goes up and then he starts uh shitting on nick de paula making fun of him like oh, no. making fun of his jokes and the way he was and he's like what the fuck and, and nick de paula goes and i got fucking pissed off because you know like i'm in the back of the fucking room like you're gonna fucking talk shit about me after i get off stage and i can't fucking stand up for myself right even though like when he tells the story i'm like but you could have yelled something in the back of the room but he basically waited for day for day to get off stage and when he got off stage like you fucking apparently like put him up against the walls like hey what the fuck's your fucking problem you fucking talk about me like after i'm off stage and i can't even fucking stand up for myself what kind of fucking shit is that? He's like, hey man, relax, man. It's just fucking comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like he just did it. And he, and yeah. you know, to his credit, he said, like, he goes, I was new. I didn't yeah, get I didn't it. Get it yeah. You get off stage, and sometimes some some comic will talk shit about you. I didn't know like that's a thing that we do. But he's just like, sometimes like, hey man, it's just it's just a stand up. That's all we do, man. It's just, yeah. just make fun of each other. It's all cool to learn about it, you know. But I think that's the funniest story of a guy who's just new to comedy, and still not getting certain fucking things. The know? etiquette. Yeah, you know, I didn't fucking know certain, you know, I just, I remember I got shit for, that's, you know, one of the reasons, okay, now I don't have a watch anymore because we have iPhones, so I always yeah. just bring my phone for time, but one of the reasons I immediately, like two weeks in the comedy, bought a watch because somebody fucking tore me a new fucking asshole for fucking going over time, open oh. because I was doing fucking well, right? So you thought I stayed. I was doing well, and, you know, I didn't you know, wasn't paying attention to the time. And I wasn't going over purposely. I was just doing the same set that I did the week before. But there was, was more laughs. Minutes, so but the, yeah, there yeah, was more happened, laughs, happened, you know? Yeah. And I was enjoying it. And I, was, and I went over by like three minutes and some fucking comic, you know, a went veteran crazy. comic was just, you can't fucking do that. You know, there's other fucking comedians here tonight who are fucking pros and they're working on fucking jokes for the weekend. This is before I really 
you know, knew about comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you know, those guys he was talking about, they're just, you know, they were doing spots. Yeah, club. exactly. You know what I mean? But he made it seem like a bigger thing. And I was, but, you know, he was right about me going over time. But, you know, you know, I'm like, oh, no, but, you know, because I did it last week and, you know, it was that amount of time. And he was like, no, no, but, you know, but I'm also, you know, I was doing well. So I th- and it's a, a thing that most newcomers don't know. It's just like, no, but I was doing well. So I thought it was okay if I just go a little bit over. It's like, no, it doesn't matter. If you're doing well and you do your time, get the fuck off stage. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but there's things you just don't know. And then you just do them. Like, also people, you know, um, do comedy for the first time and they do, you know, several other comedians jokes. Oh, bro. Annoying, you know, I remember one guy came off stage and uh, I was like, hey, bro, by the way, uh, I just want to let you know. I, th- I think I saw him the week after or whatever. I go, hey, man, just want to let you know because he did like a Ronnie Dangerfield joke and then some other joke. There was two jokes out of the five minutes that some I Some people thought that stand-up is you see jokes you like and then you do them. You take them and you go do them. You go perform oh, other really? people's. That's yeah, bro, people are retarded. Yeah, and he goes, oh, yeah, he goes, you know, certain jokes I didn't know. And then, the, the, you know, he's, I, go, I go, it's cool, man. I go, last week was your first time ever on stage doing stand-up. You don't know. Now you fucking know. Yeah, never do it again. never take another comedian's joke. You know, it's wrong. He goes, okay. And then he went up stage and after the night that he went, he saw me after the show. This is at the Comedy Works. So it was like downstairs at Jimbo's, you know. And he's like, hey, uh, so uh, did you, uh, you know, I didn't have the heart to tell him like, I don't watch. Well, actually I did. In fact, I did watch him to see if he was going to steal. Did he steal? No, no, no. Good. He came up to me and he said, um, and I knew he didn't, but I just gave him like, you know, the line. Cause me, I'm cool. I don't know if you know that, but anyway, but he came up to me. He's like, so uh, did you hear my side? I go, yeah. He goes, did, did, did you hear anything that maybe like might've been a, I go, cause he was very concerned. I was like, I don't want to be seen as a thief. Yeah. I go, listen, man. I go, no, I didn't hear anything, but I go, but that's up to you. You know, if you took a joke from a comic, yeah. he goes, no, no, but just in case maybe I did a joke and I go, listen, man, if you do a joke and it's similar to another comedian's joke, I go, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you do a joke and you took it from another comic, it's very you know different. that. So you yeah. don't need to ask yeah, me, yeah, is yeah. there a joke? You know that. Yeah. You know? Well said. Yeah. And then I, I reached into my pocket and I pulled out a bag and I'm like, now do a bump, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> and the guy's like, oh, fuck comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no, uh, I'm in. Welcome to comedy, bro. Yeah. 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 We're high all the time. That's why we're assholes. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Some uh, of that is true. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a lot, you know, comics. And I always know comics from the 80s. Uh, a lot of them are like dicks. But that's because of all the coke. Yeah. Because there's something about like cocaine, like what it does as far as a drug that gets you high is that it attacks parts of your brain, the happy parts of your brain. But with time, it deteriorates that part of your brain. And basically it... Makes you void of feeling happy. I was that's lucky. Why you become, that's why people on Coke, we've been doing Coke a long time, usually turn out to be giant fucking dicks. Downers. Because that, that, that part of the happy part of your brain is basically like ignited. But the more that the drug goes there. It's all happy it attacks, out. And eventually it deteriorates that part where, you know. I didn't, I didn't you get just to do have. Coke and you're, just not, you're just not happy and you're like. Got all this money, all these fucking cars. What am I going to do? What's it for, Rocky? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to have, it's weird because my class, like I guess when I started, I started at, at a weird time. You know how normally like here in the city, you'll see generations like, okay, right. that's this class. Yeah. Uh, mine was like in between. So I didn't really have like comedy friends. I met like Andy Tenderloins and Mike Mayo and right. I knew them when I was starting out and then I right. started to meet other people, but they came in with their class and their friends. Right. I, didn't, I didn't have that. So I was solo a lot of the time. Right. So because of that, I never wanted to be either drunk, high any of that. I wanted to be uh, straight. I didn't want to fuck up on stage, right? Because I go, this is all on me, and uh, then it just continued. So to me now, I can't go on stage 
drinking or I can't have any because right. I'm used to being all there. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, so I, I was yeah, lucky I, I got into like, I definitely have a couple of drinks or whatever, but I don't, uh, I know guys I, I that have I to be hammered. Get, I used to get hammered and yeah. shit on stage and I never really realized how much I was drinking. You know what I mean? And then like now I don't like, I'll, I'll have just a couple of drinks or, you know, but usually I wait until a little bit before my set and I grab a drink and I bring it up with me just to have a drink. Cause I feel like weird just having a, a bottle of water. Just yeah. Like that. There's that fucking like that, you know, rock and roll guy inside my head. It was like, you can bring a bottle of water on stage, bro. You know, you're not fucking rock and roll anymore. Yeah. You know, so like I have to bring, uh, I have to bring alcohol on yeah, stage because yeah, yeah. I'm like, no man, I represent something. <laughs> I represent degenerates. I have to look like a degenerate on stage. We have the right to rock. <laughs> yeah, you gotta rock, bro. You don't just go up there and play guitar, bro. You play guitar and you're on something while you play guitar, right? But uh, I used to drink a lot. And Paul Ronco, who now works for uh, JFL, yeah. this was you know back early 2000s, like 2000 one or two or whatever it was, he used to have a comedy club called The Comedy Zone. Yeah, 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 I heard about this. Yeah, that's kind of like where I, you know, uh, made my bones or whatever the fuck. Or, that's where you started. Yeah, you know, the the, the, the chops, whatever whatever yeah. the words are when Go you say is. developed my comedy. Yeah, that's where he because sharpened the knife, doing, bro. Yeah, I was, you know, I was doing like, you know, just open mic nights. You know, every once in a while I get a spot on the weekend, like on a Thursday. And then- um, It was exciting. That, yeah, it was exciting. But that club- there was like a ban on that club, you know, like the, like if you worked at that club, you couldn't work at the nest. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, like yeah. Ernie Butler at the time was now, you know, God rest his soul. He's, he's passed away. But at the time when he was alive, he put a ban on that club. You know what I mean? Yeah. They used so to have bans. Work, yeah. Yeah. If you work, even the work, when the, when the comedy works open, yeah. Ernie Butler put a ban on the comedy works. A lot of rivalry. And, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so a lot of uh, comics didn't work there. So, you know, uh, Paul was looking for comics, you know, and I was funny and I had this opportunity and from like doing like one or two open mic nights a week, all of a sudden I was doing those open mic nights and all the open mics I was doing yeah. plus, you know, four or five shows on the weekend at the club. But anyway, long story short, um, I stood fucking drink. I still drink heavily, but back then I used to drink heavily while on stage. Right. So, I came off uh, stage one night and uh, and he had a problem with a couple of comics uh, skipping out on the bill. They would run up a tab and then, and then leave. They would fucking leave without paying, right? Oh, fuck. I remember like a week before, a few nights before, he was tied. He goes, These fucking comics, you know, I got to fuck what? Like, you know, I think I have to start what? I have to start charging fucking comics to fucking pay drink by drink. <laughs> and he, I go, What's that? He goes, Fucking come here. They always fucking take off, you know, without the fucking their fucking tabs. He's fucking, you know, I go, Ah, oh, that's fucking terrible. Anyway. So I'm just telling you the story because this, you know, I bring it up and then, so anyway, he comes up to me, he goes like, Mess, goes, are you, look look at your tab. He pulls out my tab, right, that, that I'm running. He goes, look at this, you got like 11 vodka tonics, you got like uh, five shots. Like, look at all this. I go, yeah, I go, I'm going to pay. I always pay, you know, because I thought because we had that conversation. Oh, he that he thought you were skipping out of the bill. And, you know, I've never left. So I go, yeah, I go, yeah, I'm going to fucking pay it. What do you, you think I'm going to fucking leave, man? You know, I have never, would never, he goes, he goes, no, I know you're gonna pay the bill. He goes, because how the fuck are you performing? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I go, but bro, like vodka tonics. I go, it's like drinking water. And I go, yeah, there's seven shots, but like, 
Two of those shots I bought for other people. So I really only drank like five shots mm-hmm. and 11 long. He goes, how are you capable of? I go, nah, but uh, I'm, not, I'm a I professional. Even, I don't even fucking feel drunk. Paul, and listen. Then, you know, <laughs> somebody brings something. And then like, I think the week after I got too trashed and I was like slurring my oh, fucking no. words. And then after that, which was probably like 2003, I was like, okay, never, ever get drunk before. Us. And then after stage, you know, after the shows are done and then there's like, it just got super wrecked, you know? Yeah, black Now out. I even do uh last show of the weekend then i can get fucked up because then what started happening was like all right can't get drunk on the shows as soon as that first show's done then i get ruined and then i show up like you know for friday seconds yeah i would always do fine you know what i mean but then i'm like okay i gotta stop fucking just doing all of the fucking things you know what i mean after the fucking the night's done so now i just keep it to saturday you know saturday night after the late show fucking just disaster, you know. I like the like I at one point I was past ten years been kind of rocking, especially probably like three four years ago. Okay, I was drinking a lot, well, three four years. To be honest, about a year ago, it started about five years ago. It ended as soon and as it COVID ended about hit about a year ago. Uh, but I would just drink. I never drank at home. I started drinking more at home. Oh, okay, just okay. Being disgusting. So everything changed. Yeah, yeah I started become a little more of a disgusting drunk. And um, and now I, I'm back to where I was. I don't drink at home. You know, every once in a while I might have a beer or something. But I don't drink at home. When I'm out at a bar, friends, I get ruined and destroyed. Um, but I, and there's been times where I thought maybe I need to stop drinking because I have a problem. And I definitely have a problem. But you're not going like, to stop. I, I can't, I know I can't ever stop drinking. Like I need, I'm a person, I need that. You need the like, buzz. Yeah, and I'm not trying to sound all typical cliche comic or whatever. Just, you know, not that they're they're crazy demons or whatever, but we all have our fucking demons. Yeah, we all have our demons. And yeah. it just sometimes, I just, every once in a while, I got to clean them out. You know, you got to clean that, that out of your brain. Every once in a while, I need to go out and I need to get fucking wicked smashed out of my fucking brain. And you, you, know? could, you could contain it to just limited time. Like, yeah, because I never had a problem, even back in the day, when I probably did more crazy fucked up things, yeah. I never drank at home. I used to have like a bottle of whiskey at my house every once in a while. I'd have like a drink, you know what I mean? And I used to stay there. Then I started noticing that because I used to always have like a bottle of whiskey, you know what I mean? I yeah. like drink, I always have a bottle of whiskey and that bottle would last sometimes a couple of months. And most time when it would get finished, it would be like some friends would come over so you're and, I got it, and then we just finish off the bottle. But most of the time I have maybe like once a week, I would just, you know, pour myself a little scotch just Watch to have a TV. scotch, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then I started noticing that a bottle, whatever alcohol was in the house, I would drink it. I started going, I went through some fucking shit, man. Uh, but, uh, like, you know, four or five years ago was when it was really bad. And, then you, and I you would just like, like wake up and I would just walk to the fucking, this one I was living in Toronto, I would walk to the uh, liquor store and I would always buy a fucking Mickey and like at least five tall boys, but usually a Mickey of whiskey and like 10 tall boys. A day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would fucking, sometimes oh, there'd shit. be two or three left over, but yeah, I'd go home, I'd fucking pound back the, and a fucking beer, you know? And uh, I was I always drank for fun. Then I was just drinking just to fucking clear every day, every oh, day fuck. the slate, you know. And because I've never been like I've done. Listen, I started doing fucking drugs and whatever since I was a fucking like thirteen years old. A toddler, know? if you will. Yeah. yeah. 
and I've always been a recreational user of all substances. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, there was never something with the exception of the time. And I stopped smoking weed. It's like over 20 years. That was the only thing that I would do every day was when I used to smoke weed, I would smoke fucking, you know, the, you know, total fucking wake and bake type of person. I all, wake up. If you smoke I weed, even, you smoke all the weed. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I used to smoke weed, uh, I used to wake up from my bed and I used to always keep my weed underneath my head and my pillow. So my parents would find it, but I'd wake up. Especially there was a time where I wasn't going to school. I wasn't working. I was just selling weed. <laughs> I just wake up. Wouldn't even leave my bed. You know what I mean? I'd be lying down. I would reach underneath my head to the pillowcase, pull out my bag of weed, roll up a doob, crack open the window because my bed was right next to the window, crack open the window, smoke a doob. As soon as the fucking buzz kicked, then I would get up and start my day. Like I wouldn't even get out of my bed. But that was the only time that I was doing something every day and it was weed. Like who gives yeah. a fuck? But I was always recreational user of everything. You know what I mean? And then I was, I always thought to myself, I don't really, like I have a problem because when I go out, I have to drink all the alcohol. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't have a problem because I don't, I always thought like, oh, I don't drink at home. So I don't have a problem. You know, now I'm back to that. I'm like, I'm good. Because I don't want to let go. I don't want to be that guy who goes, ah, fucking, you know, I've been dry 15 years now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you don't have to good. mention and that's, it. Listen, yeah. if I really had to decide and I could like not drink forever and be cool with that, I would do that because that's probably better for my body or whatever. But if I don't drink at home and like once a week, once a month, you know, I go out and I get fucking destroyed, you know, where I almost fall down. That's good, man. You know, every once in a while you got to clean, you know, you got to clean out the, you got to clean out the cobwebs in your brain. You know what I mean? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's not bad for you, but it's bad for you. It's, well, it's not. I mean, but it's bad if for you're you, not but doing, but when I was doing it every day, I was just that's bad. Tra- yeah, yeah, I was just trashed, trashed all the time, dude. Fuck. That you, was like that was when I was uh, straight up an alcoholic, and I'm like, listen, man, and you know what it was? It was like it was drinking is kind of important to me, and having that nights, and I'm like, I said to myself, if I don't fix this, because there's different levels of alcoholism. Because I am definitely an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. There's different levels of There's it. different levels. There's I people know. who like, I cannot have a drop. If I have a drop, I drink every day. Yeah, exactly. But I said to myself, man, I enjoy getting fucked up. Like since I was 13 years old, I enjoyed getting fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like either I put it back to the way it was, not drinking at home and just when I go out doing shows or I'm with friends, I get fucked up. Either I put it back to that or I can never, ever drink again. And I was like, bro, That's rough. we can't not ever drink again. You know what I mean? So let me put it back to the way it was because, yeah, there was nights that I would get really fucked up when I wouldn't drink at home all that. And I go, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, like, did I have to do all of that shit? You know what I mean? But it wasn't that bad because, you know, I get fucked up and then I wouldn't drink or whatever for a month or, you know, a week or whatever the fuck it was. (gasps) But there was a time where I was like a fucking true fucking alcoholic. Wake up, go to the fucking store, you know? Yeah, it's crazy, fucking buy... 10 fucking tall boys, which are like half liter cans and a fucking Mickey, uh, you know, whatever it is. I think it's like 10 ounces, eight, whiskey. 10 ounces of whiskey pound the back. Cause I know I need the whiskey cause I gotta get fucked up. You know, where when I used to drink the times I do drink at home, like I'll buy like a six pack, you know, uh, and drink a couple of beers, but you know, you have like three, four beers yeah, like yeah. for me. I don't get wasted on three, four beers. You know yeah. what I mean? But I wasn't just doing like, oh, I feel like drinking and get some beer. But like, no, I don't feel like drinking. That's the thing. I wasn't like, I feel like drinking. I'm like, I need to get fucked up. Yeah, you wasn't drinking. Yeah, I need to get, get fucked, fucked up. up every fucking day. Where now, every once in a while, like, 
you know, three, four weeks pass. And I'm like, I need to get fucked up. You is know? it like an itch? It's, um, it's, it's, it is an itch, but unless I know I'm probably trying to justify some things here. No, no, whatever, it's more how you it feel. It really truly is my body going like, Hey man, Let's like go. I know tomorrow we're going to feel like fucking garbage, but tonight we're going to feel amazing and we need to have a nice night of fun. Like I do love getting fucked up. There is something about getting fucked up and while you're, it's the, it's the same feeling I get when I'm on stage. Yeah. When I'm on stage and I'm doing stand up and I'm performing, I forget about everything, you yeah, know? Same. And that getting fucked up is another level of that because you're upstate. I'm just not, you know, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just doing a stand up, but I still have to uh, complete a task. And yeah. I have to be together to complete this task, to do stand up. I have to be body and mind has to be together for me to get up there and perform and do a great job. But going out and getting fucked up, I don't need to do anything other than getting fucked up. It's a way of just every once in a while going like, hey, we're not perfect. We don't need to be perfect. And tonight I'm going to be everything opposite of perfect. Yeah, and I just yeah. want to get fucked up. I just want to let go of everything. I don't want to have to worry about any responsibilities or anything for just the next fucking five to eight hours, whatever hours I'm out drinking. I just want for the for life and for responsibilities and just Disappear. being a fucking a proper gentleman to just be out the fucking window. And I just want to get fucking drunk and smashed. And I want to fucking uh laugh and yell with my friends you know yeah, yeah. i want to be a monkey yeah is that I how you feel be a fucking gorilla yeah sometimes yeah yeah I, I i when i used to when i worked at a uh, regular jobs i felt like that a lot right especially like uh 40 hour 50 i would do a lot of overtime, oh, yeah, 50 yeah, hours yeah. 60 hour weeks bro the weekend all i wanted to do was go get hammered 100 and fucking party and go crazy yeah so man yeah yeah, no, it's, it's clean. You, you got to clean out the cobwebs. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. do yoga and, and or also play like racquetball. Because you know? also like some, a lot of times, sometimes like I dealt with a lot of fucking assholes yeah. at work, right? So all I wanted to do was like fuck. Because the thing is, in a work environment, you can't like you get a client like he's bringing money. You can't really be like, I go fuck yourself, right? You know what I mean? So like you hear about five times a day, you're a piece of shit. Right. You know, that becomes 30 by the end of the week. You know what I mean? And then, like, Saturday, you know what I mean? You're like, you can't really, you're not going to take it out on somebody who's innocent. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you just want to go out, have a drink, clean slate, starting the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just so release yeah. all of that. Exactly. Release fucking it. pressure. Okay. Back to business. Monday. Bah, 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 Drugs, bah. alcohol, prostitutes. And I, get, I don't know if gambling falls in there, but those are the constants that are always going to stay. Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. people use them to... Get yeah, out of the it's, routine. listen, it's a release and it's escape. Yeah. Everybody has their escape. And okay, it's kind of sucks that my escape is alcohol. Uh. Do you know what I mean? Like some people, their escape is getting in front of a fucking computer or, you know, their TV and playing fucking, you know, uh, Fortnite or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't really play fucking video games. But, you know, that's their escape. Some people, their escape is like, just going to curl up on the couch. Yeah, yeah. A nice uh, book and escape into the world of goblins and whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever well, it For is, me, yeah. it's like, I'm going to go escape into the fucking... Party. The hole <laughs> yeah, of darkness yeah, yeah. and abyss. Like, I, I do have... Like, you know, like I always say, I, 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 I get sometimes into fucked up situations because I'm fucking attracted. 
I am attracted to the chaos. I don't know. Maybe there's something terrible inside of me. I don't no, know. No, no. But I'm, attra- I'm attracted to the darkness. Yeah. I'm attra- like that's why I've dark always, side. I've always, yeah, the dark side. Do you know what I mean? Like I've always, that's why I've always been attracted. Like I was a bartender. Yeah. You know, my first job and a job that I had for the longest was a bartender because it happened at night. It happened in these fucking these places where fucked up things happen. You know, yeah. I did stand up comedy because it takes place uh, yeah. you know, at night in bars. And I and as far as a stand up. Like a, a bartender, you're a, you have a fucking shift. You know what I mean? A comedian, it's like you're in the nightlife. You go up, you do a show, you're fucking free. There you're is making money, you're earning a living, and you're fucking free. It's that whole fucking, you know, pi- being a pirate. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is something enticing about yeah, that nightlife. You're just you're fucking sailing the waters. Yeah, the yeah, most, yeah. Like everybody, you know, most people are just, you, they join the Navy. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of dudes that went like, bro, you know what's better than the Navy, bro? <laughs> being a fucking pirate, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because we don't have to work all the time. We just have to, every once in a while, we sink a fucking ship. <laughs> well, first we take all the shit, then we sink the ship, and then we just fuck off to an island for two, three months. And when all the fucking the blooms are done, yeah. we go fuck up another ship, bro. Bang a bunch and of, a bunch of yeah. dudes went like, "Bro, you're a fucking genius, <laughs> right?" And then that's when pirates were created. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, the cool ones. Unlike the fucking, I am the captain now. Those are pretty, yeah. you know, not Somali like, yeah, like the Johnny Depp, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the Caribbean <laughs> pirates, the Caribbean ship. variety, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Those guys were, yeah, they're like, yeah, no, but fucking, you know, this was going to go to fucking the south of France, but now it's going to go to a fucking not there. And bro, we're going to fucking party in the Caribbeans for fucking three months. You know? That's, there's something to that. Yeah. 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 It, 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 yeah. Nightclub, uh, we're nightlife adjacent, but we're free. Yeah. yeah. No, we are. Like, you know, like comedians, performers, you know, whatever, you know, musicians, comedians, whatever the fuck, you know, we're part of the grid. But we're kind of off the grid as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, we need to work and earn money to fucking live or whatever. But we don't have to deal with a boss. You know, especially, you know, speaking as a comedian, you know, uh, you go to a club, you got a boss for what, a weekend? Yeah. The club owner or the club manager, deal with this guy, and you, you don't even give a fuck. Whatever he has to say, you're like, ah, hey, whatever, man. <laughs> deal with this guy for three days. Yeah. I see him like in six months from now. Do you know what I mean? And you just, you know, you just, Think about you, you just go up you fucking perform and then the fuck you want you know what i mean like yeah. you only have to put yourself together for like an hour a night you know yeah, yeah. and that's if you're headlining if you're just like fucking like middling or whatever you're just doing like a opening spot you know you're just doing like whatever you're just doing 20 minutes you're walking in you gotta in, keep yeah. it together for 20 minutes yeah and then after you're done you can just go get fucked up while the headliner is just entertaining everybody. Yeah, you know, and you just sit there doing the, the heavy and lifting, just, and you just wait for everyone to come down. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, people like it. It's uh, it's great. Pirates, man. It's uh, it's all about pirates. You made me miss uh, stand up because you were in Florida at least. The yeah, stuff but was still before, open. I was last time you did a stand up show. Uh, October, I think. Fuck, hey. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been um, is uh, the end of February. Fuck you. So basically, at the end of this month, like last year was a leap year. year. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, it was with uh, Sugar Sammy in uh, in New York. Ca- like it was a cool- Oh yeah, last Caroline's. Sh- yeah, Caroline's. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah, it was a cool last show, but that was the last show. It was because uh, Sammy's uh, birthday is uh, uh, February. He was born, like it was his actual birthday because he was born on a leap year. So I know that the last night, because then we went out to celebrate his birthday, the 29th, Saturday last year, um, Saturday night, last show I did. Jeez. So at the end of this month, it's going to be a fucking year. That's absurd to me. Yeah, because when I, fir- I first got to Florida, I didn't really know. I didn't have a car. Now I have a car and all that, you know. 
um, like we were using my uh, wife's uh, father's car, my father-in-law's car, and um, and I couldn't drive it. Like we found out like a month before we had to, we got the car. He's like, yeah, I never put them on the insurance because they wanted uh, $600. I'm like, you couldn't have run that by me because I would have <laughs> guaranteed I would have given you six bills so I could, be on so I could fucking drive the fucking car, yeah. you know? So I didn't, now I have a car. Now, I, you know, I came back here to do some work. Um, but, you know, I still haven't got it. So I, it's been like a fucking, almost a fucking year. And I, you know, once I get back to Florida, I need to... Uh, Look at the clubs. Everything's open. They don't give up. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't reach out or try to find. Yeah, some. I did, and then I was trying to like find some places and whatever. It's just been so fucking long. You know, it's like been so long, and I'm like, how do you uh, how do you book spots? You know what I mean? But also the thing too is I was looking because like I don't really know anybody there, so I'm like, okay, I just need to find a few open mic nights, yeah. meet a few fucking comics, and those comics will give me the fucking rundown, yeah. and then I'll fucking connect everything. But I'm like, I'm online looking for open mic nights and shit like that, right? And then I'm calling places, looking at places, a lot of places because of the pandemic and all that shit. A lot of those rooms have been closed. So I'm trying to find fucking rooms. And even the clubs are not putting on, you know. And then I decided, then, you know, I came back here, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to one of the comedy clubs one night. I'm just going to introduce myself. Yeah. I'm just going to walk and go, hi, my name is Massimo. I'm fucking a comic. Uh, like the fucking showcase for you sometime, yeah. you know? But I don't care about it. But once I get back, I got to get back to it because it's been a fucking year. Dude. I've never gone this long without performing. Like, you know, uh, this year, I started in 2000. So this year makes 21 years okay. that since I started first time when they going on stage. And I've never, ever been... I think the longest I've ever gone without a set, the, the maybe six weeks, not more than two months, but I'm pretty sure probably six weeks is the longest I've ever gone Without, uh, there was a time when I was five years into comedy. I took a break, but I took a break with just being around the scene. Yeah, yeah. I'll go and open mic nights and all that, but I was still doing comedy. When people would call me uh, to book me for gigs, like paid gigs, I, you'd go. I would go for the paid gigs. And every Sunday, I used to go to do uh, improv. Okay. So I was still performing every week. So even when I took a break, I still wasn't fucking around. And when I went back, people were like, Did you quit? I'm like, No, man, I just took a little bit of break. You know, yeah. from the fucking, because, you know, I was just trying to figure out shit, but, you know, I still get it. I still knew I wanted to perform. But anyway, but it's a fucking, almost a year, bro. That's crazy to me. And you said October. October, yeah. Which is pretty much, uh, wait, October. A few months ago. Because so, we had yeah. opened up again here for a couple of months. Right, that's right. Opened up, yeah. And I got lucky because I was, and you know what's fucked up, man, that week is I was performing ever since it opened up. Do you remember this? Every week I had at least one gig, but it was only two something. Right. I was at the Nest. I was at uh, Sid's Rooms, all that stuff. I was always performing. And then that last week, I didn't know that they were going to close everything. And um, you said, I, how I'm going next week. Yeah, because Akra's like, hey, you want to come do one, a spot here? And I was like, ah, fuck, actually, no. Like, everything was busy. And I was like, you know what? No, I'll take that night off. I haven't right. had a night off in months. I'll take that off. <laughs> yeah. And then they announced everything. So I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, no, I, it's yeah. fucking, yeah. It's terrible. And then, you know, I was, uh, I knew I was coming back to to do this. And I go, well, you know, at least when I get back, you know, I haven't done the shit. You know, at least I can get back to doing some spots and then everything got closed again. Um, but yeah, but no, but I definitely have to get fucking back um, to fucking doing stand-up again because it's definitely something that I love. And oh, every yeah. time I've over the years, you know, uh, there's been so many times once I was talking to, you know, Ali Hassan, right? Yeah, of course. We we're talking to Ali once something. I forget what the fuck happened. It was being like, you know, uh, something happened with stand-up or whatever. I got, you know, 
you know, basically somebody, you know, something, you know, some festival or show or club maybe passed on me or whatever the fuck it was. And I just got, and I was like, oh, fuck comedy. You know, like, so I remember once I had a conversation, I go, I think I'm going to quit comedy. It's like, buddy, really? Why? You know, but every time I've, and that was the only time I really, I was coming close to doing it. But every time I've ever thought to myself, I'm going to quit comedy. Like, I'm like, like I've I've said it so many times that now whenever it just pops, I'm like, I, I can't live without it. Yeah, I can't live without and it. And the only reason I've gone this long is because of the law. Yeah, because of this fucking pandemic and everything. You know, because even in Florida, even though things are closed, uh, I mean, open, there's still a lot. You know, a lot of things that are fucking closed. A lot of shows that were happening are not happening anymore. You know, um, like the shows that would have been an easy in to meet some comics and like, Hey, don't exist. Who the fuck do I talk to, to get into that club and who books that fucking place? And what are the good places? And who are the fucking bookers in town yeah. that are, you know, cause you know, every situation, every time I've been to a, another city or whatever, you do a spot, you meet some, like even when I was in New York, which is very difficult to kind of break in. Even after a couple of months of being in New York, I started meeting comics and like, yeah, man, you should check out this place and that place. And there was other, you know, uh, met this other comic who booked a lot of shows and was booking me on those shows. So like, it doesn't take long if you're a funny person, you know what I mean? Just meet a comic, you do a show. So it was like, yeah, that guy's funny. You should put him on a show and you know, it just happens. You build like that. it up. Yeah. Just, you know, just organically or whatever the, the word is just happens. But you know, everything was fucking closed. There wasn't that, that easy. Cause that's what I've always done my whole life. Whenever I tried to yeah, break into a new scene, you just go to open mic night and you keep on going to, open, eventually you find the good open mic night with the fucking, that like actual comics who work yeah. are at that open mic night, trying out new shit or you meet a, through a friend of a friend and then you get the connection you get the fucking lowdown. So I never got that fucking lowdown because everything's fucking closed. I, I don't know how I'm going to do with a couple more months of this. Yeah, it's insane. And I was like, you know, I knew there was a fucking the curfew. And I go until Here the Here the curfew is the worst thing. Yeah. It's like, not the, and, the curfew hurts. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like. Because the curfew is weird because there are instances where you're like, like, let's say here I finished recording. And I'm like, oh, I got to time it. Even though we have papers here because you're yeah. allowed to record still. Yeah. And I still don't want to meet cops along the way. Yeah, I haven't had that problem because you know since I've been back. Well, first of all, I had to quarantine for like two weeks. Uh, yeah. Two weeks. Um, you know, I've taken fucking three COVID tests so far. Like one before leaving, and, and two, two here. Two, yeah, because I'm doing uh, a show. I'm do, doing uh, the Moody's uh, with the, it's with Dennis Leary. Oh, the show. show. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay, yeah. So doing a second season, and there was a time because I I was in the states and getting my green card and all that. So when you're applying for your green card, you can't leave the U.S. till you get your papers. Yeah. So then they bring me back and like, fuck, you know, it's a great opportunity because, you know, it's an American show. It's on Fox, you know, plus now I'm living in the States. That'll help me, you know, yeah, yeah, get other, get a, other you know, agent yeah. or whatever in the States. So it all worked out, you know, when I came back, but before leaving, I had to take a test and the one that I took there, like they just jammed the fucking swab straight up your fucking nose into your nostril. Yeah, so they're supposed and, to. I heard. Yeah, and uh, but here the test here they just do a swab. They don't go deep. Oh, they didn't go deep they're, here because there's different types of tests. But the other one for the travel, I guess, they go jam it in. But she jammed there. Like she told me, I'm going to your nose. But going to your nose, is different things. Like it's my brain. You know, you know, like just in the, you know, saying I'm going to go right into your fucking nostrils. She's like, okay, I'm just going to go into your nose. And then she just jammed it right in there. I'm like, oh, fucking. Then in the other one, and they just do it quick. They just fucking, you know, which makes sense they do it quick because yeah, they want to put it in slowly because it'll fucking hurt more if they do it. She just jammed it fucking into my fucking both nostrils. Just thinking about it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then they took a test. They came to my house. You know, the. Um, the Moody's people? Yeah. They came to my house. And then because I'm working tomorrow. I took a test uh, today. 
yesterday so it was you know 48 hours but yeah it's fucked up uh, it's uh, you know hopefully it's gonna all this shit like you know obviously it's not gonna be over soon because it's still gonna be some fucking time but uh you know as far as i hope it's over soon like by summer you know all the shit's done dude i, I want to have a good summer because i I, mean, I just want to get back out there i want to do shows I yeah wanna... me too man i want to do shows i want to fucking get back to work even like now you know if it wasn't for this pandemic even though living in the states i can still do self-tapes and all that for projects here, TV shows and movies happening here yeah. in Montreal. But now, every time I come in, until they change the, the law, I got to quarantine for two weeks. It fucks so, up everything. Yeah, and now they just change it if you come. You know, at least now I got to just stay at my mom's house or whatever. Now yeah, you, you come, have to, you have to wait hotel. three days in a hotel. Yeah, it doesn't. You got to pay like fucking money. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, like I did it when I was living, uh, when I was in the, the States, I was going back and forth before like I, you know, officially move or whatever. Um, you know, sometimes I, I booked like a... Uh, a movie, and I just had one day on set. So, you know, I flew in, did that one day, flew out. But if I have to pay for a fucking hotel for three, four fucking You're days. You're not going to be that, making a point to justify nothing. it. would be negative. Yeah. You know, and to be in a movie where you have a few lines, okay, unless it's like a fucking crazy. Scorsese yeah, flick. Scorsese yeah. movie or something crazy. But, you know, so I'm just like, you know, okay, I can, you know, work there in the States now. But, but still, it's like fucked up. Like every time I fucking come back. Got a quarantine for two fucking weeks, so I can't even come down, you know, for just two three days and go back. Yeah, like every time I come down, I gotta be here minimum, minimum two and a half for, weeks. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, and then just for fucking performing shows, you know, I still, you know, it was, you know, you put a lot of shows together that, you know, it's places that hold a hundred, two hundred people, and like, yeah, you you had a room that holds a hundred people, you sell it out, you sell a hundred tickets, you're like, okay, I made some good money. Yeah, but now it's like what. Fucking fifty percent, twenty five percent capacity. Yeah. So you can sell twenty five tickets. Yeah, you're you gonna know, lose the most money. You can really, you know, you can sell a ticket, whatever. Twenty, twenty five. You're gonna bucks. lose money at the end of the day. You know, even if you sell twenty five fucking dollars, you know, like on, you know, a hundred people, twenty five dollars. Okay, you're, it's twenty five hundred. You pay out people. Yeah. The room you got to fuck. You know, some fucking rooms that cost four hundred dollars just to rent just the room. Just to rent the room. Yeah. Oh well, we experienced even more than that when we oh, were renting. Oh yeah, yeah, that they fucking. Fucked us Yo, where do you want people to follow you? Where do you put up most uh, of your stuff? Ma yeah, just you know, Instagram, Massimo Comedian, and then there's you know Linktree or whatever. There's the link there to all my other stuff. Well, all the links, including Linktree, are in the description. So follow Massimo. He's always got sketches. Always doing something. I was like, Oh, to the camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, follow Massimo. I'm right fucking here. No, no, I'm, I'm going to talk yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. Follow Massimo. Links in the description. Uh, Mass, thank you for fucking coming by, bro. Thank you for having me, bro. Poseidon, go fuck yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.